0: There it goes. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> I'll just edit all this up. What was my intro going to be? <laughs> I forgot it. <laughs>
1: I, I knew because you told me what it was. No. I forgot what I was, no. oh. <laughs> 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 was going to say. All right, we'll just
0: go with the normal stuff. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the N-word, the award, and the... The N-word? <laughs> the, the N-word. <laughs> welcome to the... Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to, and the award goes to... My name is J.T. Atkins, and with me is...
1: Rocky Rudoy.
0: Rocky, what did we see this week? Today we
1: saw Dunkirk.
0: And who was it directed by?
1: Christopher Nolan. Who
0: was it written by? Christopher Nolan. Who was in it? Not Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Tom Hardy and uh, Killian Murphy were in it. Yeah. You say I noticed that earlier. You say you say Killian Murphy. Yeah. The, only, the only way I've ever heard it is... Killian uh, Murphy. C- yeah, Cillian
1: Murphy. I've heard other people pronounce it Killian. Is it... That did you know. see
0: it on the interview or something or where do you get that from? I
1: don't know. I may mean, just dreamed it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, how was it? How did you like it? I
1: thought it was good, but I have my problems with it.
0: Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I definitely think it was uh it's definitely worth discussing.
0: Indeed it is. Uh that's why we have this fucking show. All right. What were we gonna get into first? Uh news, right? We got Let's some go news the news. We'll probably have a lot of news uh next week because Comic Con is currently going on right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, we're getting uh Some news stories from that, one being pretty garbage.
0: What was the garbage one?
1: They announced at Comic-Con that Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, is writing and directing a Spawn film, but they've been developing a new Spawn film for like 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) Ever since like the first Spawn movie came out and failed.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's been doing Spawn stuff since... uh... I mean, what it was like. He he created it back in the early nineties, right? Yeah.
1: Something like that. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: they did the uh, cartoon, which I the cartoon movie, which I heard was okay. The
1: cartoon, uh, yeah, he made an animated series for HBO with Keith David um, oh, okay. voicing uh, Spawn. I was it called Mel Simmons? But Spawn. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, and that series is amazing. It's three seasons. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched anything besides the. I remember the movie came out back when i was like really young and my brother-in-law like rented at one time mm-hmm. and <laughs> i was like over at my brother-in-law at my sister's house like as a kid like watching some of it right. watching some of it and i was like this is fucking weird i don't want <laughs> like this is all right and i just like sat in the other room and like played with stuff <laughs> like i was like yeah. playing with cards or something but yeah that's it's not something that i got into but yeah a new a new spawn movie but so, we'll probably know.
1: have better news from it uh Probably later on today. Well, I guess that the news is wrapping up today for it, but over the next two days, I'm sure that uh, we're going to get a lot of pretty cool news yeah. for other films at yeah. uh, San Diego Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's, um, of course, the, I guess, one of the biggest pieces of, because we had a couple of deaths this week, and I guess one of the biggest pieces of news. One one of the ones that, like, that we were talking about that definitely hit me and you was George A. Romero mm-hmm. passing away. So. Yeah. Seventy-seven years old. I didn't read what he did. what did he pass away from. I didn't. Oh,
1: uh, he had a short battle with uh, cancer. Oh, stomach okay. cancer. Right. It, it, it was a long battle. Yeah, and okay. uh, he died. Yeah, yeah he, he passed That's away. That's usually um, what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'll I'll be completely honest. I was telling you earlier. I'm not the biggest fan of his like film career. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I really do enjoy by him, and by really do I mean very much so, is not the original like Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm the old black and white thing. I remember I like fell in love with that movie the first time I saw it. Cause I came home from work. It was Halloween night. It was like years ago before I moved to Portland when I was living in Stark. And, uh, I came home. i had like just gotten off work. It was Halloween night. Like people were out doing various things. And I like went into, uh, my roommate dusty at the time I like went into his room and was like hanging out. And, uh, I think he was like playing something on his computer or doing something on his computer. And I was just like hanging out, watching TV and I was flipping through the channels And I saw, like, a black-and-white zombie flick, and I was like, oh, yeah, I had never really watched, like, a black-and-white zombie flick before, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, perfect. It was, like, Halloween night, there wasn't, like, really anything else on, and I was like, yeah, what is this? And then I saw it was, like, Night of the Living Dead, and I was like, oh, cool, like, I'll watch this, I've never seen this before, I I know this has a huge reputation, so I'll watch it. Right. And I, like, fucking fell in love with it, like, Mm -hmm. right out of the bat, like, I watched it that night and then like rewatched it anytime I saw it on TV. Yeah. Right. And then got like Netflix and would watch it on. I think it was, I think it was on there for a little bit. And, uh, it's something that I make sure to this day to watch every Halloween. There are three things I wa four things or four things I watch every Halloween, Charlie Brown, great pumpkin escape. Shit. <laughs> the, oh, uh, the, uh, the, the original dude that yeah, at some point that <laughs> night, probably shit. Yeah, the, uh, the original Halloween. All right. Um, fuck what was the other thing i was gonna say oh hocus this Focus. is not going well the, the, the <laughs> disney's the well. disney's hocus pocus i watch that every year and um night of the living dead like those are like four movies that's that I kinda, that's i kind of watch those like every, year. Like yeah,
1: every usually year usually i watch my alcohol content on uh halloween yeah <laughs> not well yeah <laughs> i think the only one that i really watch on uh halloween is trick-or-treat oh okay. trick-or-treat i think is like the best Halloween movie
0: yeah. Ever. I haven't watched it. I mean, with a name like that, I would, I would hope so. But... Yeah, that's
1: where uh, I got Sam tattooed on me, and that's the movie that oh, he's okay. from.
0: Yeah, Cool. Yeah, I gotcha.
1: Yeah, George Romero died. Uh, I, I, I'm the opposite. I am a fan of his work. <laughs> um, I think that Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead is one of the best trilogies ever put out, because yeah. I pretend like the later on ones don't really fit into those ones. Yeah, but, yeah, because uh,
0: yeah, I saw one of the later ones, like Diary of the Dead. Yeah, Diary of the Dead is hot. no good. <laughs> it's not good. No good. And
1: I think that's just him... Kind of trying to stay relevant, he's like, "Oh, well, all these movies are They're found footage are footage doing really stuff, good, yeah. yeah." So I'm gonna do one with a zombie film, yeah, yeah. and
0: he didn't understand it, and it wasn't scary, yeah. And he was like, ah, okay, it was really weird. Um, but, but I mean, I personally um, feel feel that way about his stuff. I mean, I haven't seen everything from him, but I feel that way anyways about his stuff after Night of the Living Dead, because I was telling you earlier. Um, in preparation for just talking about this on the podcast, Mm -hmm. I was like trying, I went back and I tried to watch the 1978 director's cut Dawn of the Dead, like the follow-up to Night of the Living Dead. And the first like little bit of it, I was like pretty into, it Mm -hmm. was like still super cheese ball, but that was his style anyways. And there were some parts that I was like, yeah, this is pretty solid. It's got pretty solid stuff, but I did not finish the movie. I didn't like, it got to the point where they got to the mall and I thought it got, I thought the tone changed completely. Right. I thought the characters were acting completely different. I did not care for it at all. And yeah. I was like, I don't think I can make it through. Plus it was like two 30 in the morning and I started watching it late right. and it didn't sure. realize it was a two and a half hour movie. So it's I, was long. Like, I was falling yeah. asleep. Yeah. But I, yeah, it wasn't enough to like keep me awake. I was just like, this is maybe I'll finish it tomorrow. And then I didn't, I had stuff to do. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't really care for, I like no. the Zack Snyder remake, Dawn of the Dead. I, I like that four. one. Like,
1: that's the only good Zack Snyder film there is. <laughs> uh, and I will politely disagree. But yeah, like I. And that's because uh, James Gunn wrote it. Yeah, and I yeah, love I, James
0: Gunn. Yeah, it's uh, one of the few movies that I kind of like by him too, by James yeah, Gunn. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're the opposite because you don't like James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, no, it, those three films, like night dawn and day and dawn is actually my favorite yeah.
0: um and i'll get around to watching day sometime but I try yeah
1: dawn. day is Couldn't day is real dark but those movies for the time like tackled issues that movies weren't really doing that well dealing with race dealing yeah. with military complex consumerism uh class warfare all kinds of different things and it was his idea on all of them the the magic from george romero was really his editing he came really through the editing he would just shoot just shoot how actors were acting in costume and, and that's what th- all kinds of that's stuff. That's what
0: throws me off with this stuff mm-hmm. is it seems a lot of this stuff seems very raw. It yeah. doesn't seem very it is. polished. That's what I love. That's it. what I don't
1: like it. Those films it, are yeah. exploitation films
0: originally. Oh, okay. Like those
1: were like grindhouse features yeah, when they yeah, first came yeah, out. Like yeah. those weren't released in
0: like yeah, big cinemas. I'm not too big a fan of that style of stuff. I yeah, like the original. I, I, I love The Night of the Living Dead is like such a good, like besides even having, cause you know, it's got the whole racial commentary. Yeah, like, sure. I remember, hearing about that there being a conflict around that movie because it was like one of the it was kind of like pushing the envelope with like having a african-american man like cast at, in a leading role yeah like in that time like in the 60s it was it was pretty wild because it wasn't no exploitation film or anything no. it was a horror movie yeah. it was just whatever and i remember hearing about that and it being kind of and then where uh spoiler alert from that of the living dead yeah. where like he's the last one living in the house and they came come by and they shoot him anyways mm-hmm. and i mean there's you know the they argument that, that they zombie, yeah they quote yeah. think he's a zombie but they see like a black dude in a nice house and they yeah, just right. like shoot him why not and right. they just like drag him out like after i was like fuck yeah like, it's, it's, a, it's super fucked it's up. a messed up it's a messed up part of the end uh, but, but
1: yeah george romero's uh he's, he's great um and his other films we got stuff about zombie films but i mean he directed Creep Show. He directed Martin, which is one of the best vampire movies ever. You were telling Martin, me. as in the vampire movie, not the uh, show starring Martin Lawrence um martin. <laughs> yeah. you go girl <laughs> <That's>
0: like, um <laughs> like george romero's names in the credits <laughs> yeah. on that out of his wheelhouse yeah. kind of. okay <laughs> yeah. he put, he put out a
1: lot of horror classics man he put out a lot and i did he do, it, you said he did, the crazies. Crazies. Yeah, yeah. I did the original yeah. crazies yeah he did the original crazies put out a lot of good stuff that i I'll recommend any of those especially martin but uh i got another <laughs> piece of news that will tie back into george romero okay. in a minute but growing up in pittsburgh for a part of my life he's from pittsburgh he shot mm-hmm. all those original films in pittsburgh yeah um downtown pittsburgh but dawn of the dead um that mall they're in that's a Monroeville mall and that's a mall i always go to yeah, yeah and uh, that's a three-story that. mall i mean that movie the uh bottom floor is ice skating rink like oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay um but whenever i was going to it they turned all that down there into a food court
0: gotcha yeah so, yeah. As yeah, I remember I remember you you mentioned that to me like years ago, I yeah. Think, but, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I always I always forget that you're not from Florida. Yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. George A. Romero. Yeah, that's rest in peace, man. Rest in cause... peace. <laughs> him and
1: uh Martin Landau died this year. Yeah, I I week, didn't know so. too
0: much about him. Like you mentioned that to me and I didn't know his stuff too much. Yeah. Like what what's some of the stuff that he's done?
1: Um he was a recurring actor in Mission Impossible. Okay. And uh Space 1999. He was in uh he won an Academy Award for a supporting role in uh, Tim Burton's Ed Wood playing Bell Lugosi. Yeah. He was also in a film that I love that's a little bit lesser known in his career called Black Gun, which is a black exploitation film starring Jim Brown. Oh, really? And he was the uh, main antagonist. He's a mafia boss in it. Yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. He's in North by Northwest, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, um, that's
0: what I remember. Okay, yeah. That was yeah,
1: one he's I in a whole lot. Is. And what I found out also is he was, uh, later on after talking to his acting coach, that that he trained with when he was younger. He's like, hey, you should teach people. You should, you know, coach oh, people. Okay. And two of yeah. his students was, uh, one was Jack Nicholson. Oh. And the other one wow. was Angelica Houston.
0: Who's Angelica Houston?
1: Angelica Houston is, uh, you probably know her best as Morticia Adams in the Aspen. Oh, movies the okay, 90s. yeah. Uh, she was in cool. uh, Royal Tenenbaugh. She's a whole lot of things. Gotcha.
0: So. Okay. Mm. Well, how about this? Let's get away from the deaths a little bit because that's we, we had we had to bring that up. But that's always always sad news. Sure. We're not making the mistake we made on the last episode where we ended with the, with the death. Well, amounts. let me get this out of the way
1: then, real quick about because <laughs> oh, okay. I, I had news that connected to Romero oh, okay. and this kind of connect also to the diary of the dead and his other film after that.
0: Okay, I'm just gonna edit this part out. I'm taking out this. I keep on like putting my hand in my pocket and oh. it like, crinkles against the receipt, <laughs> so I'm just moving that out of the way. I'll just edit this part out. And
1: uh, This is uh, a little bit of news connecting into George Romero um, with his death. That before he died, he has four scripts waiting to be filmed. Really? I don't know how I feel about that. Because seeing how diary the dead was, as we mentioned. Yeah. and uh,
0: Was that not uh, directed by him? Uh, or... No, it was. Okay. Yeah, I think
1: it was directed and written by him. And then he had another one. I forgot the other zombie movie put out right after that. But it wasn't good either. It got really negative reviews. Oh, okay. Um, Is that... uh, I don't know how they're going to turn out. He has one that's in development right now. Directed by... um, I don't know this guy's first name. Uh, Something Berman. He's directing a movie called Road of the Dead. And this is another one that feels like... George Romero really couldn't... It felt like he was trying to stay relevant. What was popular. Yeah. So, Diary of the Dead. Oh, here's, you know... Found, found footage, footage film yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, that oh, movie Klugerfield just
0: came yeah. out a couple years ago and Black yeah. Blair Witch was like before that. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Like
1: the Paranormal Activity film just yeah, came out a couple Activity, years later yeah. and stuff. But he's um, like, oh, the kids are like this, you know, and yeah. it didn't go over well. It's yeah. like, I it would be shocked if one of these scripts are, is him like, oh, the zombies are using Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some shit, you know? But yeah. um, this one that he has would be called Road of the Dead.
0: Is uh, that supposed to be Mad Max
1: something? Yep. <laughs> It'll be a film that takes place on an island where zombie prisoners are forced to race cars in a demolition derby style competition all for the amusement of human inhabitants. Huh. <laughs> so I you know I was going to
0: say I was going to say for uh, for a second that sounded amazing but I thought the humans were driving the cars nope <laughs> it's the zombies it's always like driving wait cars. A minute. i was like wait a minute people are prisoners on an island and they have to drive in car battles where zombies are out there too yeah that's kind of cool but the, zo- the zombies driving the car really george yeah. driving the car that's all the it's... information i have on it huh. really um so if his other scripts or anything like that i don't
1: really want to see yeah so. let's
0: well, just man just just he should have ended when it was. Unless he realized it all. Like a story
1: by George R. Romero, but they make a good script out of something yeah. he could,
0: That's possible. He should have. He should have just quill, was ahead. Man had that stuff back in the day. I mean, I mean, still even just for me, that night is the only. I haven't experienced everything by him, but so far, I really like Knight. day. Is the only day is really good, man. Bub. night is so fucking. Oh, I just night's amazing. It. Yeah, night is yeah incredible. Like I, mean, I just what, ordered a poster of it. Yeah, like, you did flight, when we were coming back from the theater. You did. did. Oh yeah. man, uh, I just think it's such a good. Even besides the deep crazy stuff, it's such a good like spooky fun halloween story like oh this girl's in a graveyard and a zombie comes after her and she runs to a nearby house and there's other people in the house and they find out the dead have come back to life and now they're outside of the house and these people must escape it's such a short simple like fucking i love it yeah oh i love it
1: that's a great movie man
0: yeah uh let's see what else i got i had some oh here's something that it's it's weird it's big i don't really care about it but I thought it was interesting anyways. I thought reactions to it on both sides of the fence were interesting. So, uh, Doctor Who. Did you see, you see Oh, yeah, this? Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, I saw this. the 13th Doctor, I guess. I don't follow the show, but it's the 13th reincarnation of the show, or of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to be... The 13th Doctor in the series is going to be played by a woman named jody whittaker i think that's her name yep jody whittaker that's awesome cool like it's been i think all the doctors have been nothing but men that so, yep, this is the I'm, very first
1: one which I, I i'm completely fine with
0: yeah that's awesome the thing is is i i expected i think just like a lot of other people to see a lot of uh griping about it online yeah. where people are like doctor who's a man it's always been a man and there is and like that, that like For the least, thing yeah. is, is i haven't seen much of i've it.
1: been hearing like, that a lot of people have been complaining about it but see that's, my the, thing that's is, the thing
0: i go online and i see people complaining about other people complaining about it and i haven't witnessed any of it myself yet yeah. so i i see all these people it almost like when this was announced it was what i was seeing online was almost like a preemptive strike sure. from the very like open liberal side where they were like Uh, like, oh, don't everyone bitch about this. It's going to be awesome. Like, they were defending it before I saw people attacking it, which is, like, fine because stuff like this gets attacked all the time. It's just really weird. Like, I... Didn't see. I saw the defense before I saw the attack. Yeah, I sure. usually always see the attack versus, especially yeah. on something like Facebook. Yeah. And I I didn't see too much of it myself. I understand it. I know there's people out there that are probably like, why are they gotta make it a woman? Blah blah blah. And of like, course. Yeah, they're yeah, always gonna have those people. Yeah, exactly. You're always gonna have those fucking idiots. But
1: my problem is, I don't give a shit about Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I I can never get into That's it. My... <laughs> I, it's just That's not my, my cup issue, of tea. Too. Yeah,
0: I've tried. Like I've watched like yeah. three or four episodes, and I'm like, oh, this is okay it's kind of better than i thought it would be yeah. there's nothing for me to like oh this has been going on since the 70s yes yeah, it i'm not is, dedicating. Yeah. i'm not dedicating time to this especially no.
1: compared to other bbc shows like sherlock, sherlock or something or yeah. like uh the idris Elba one uh
0: oh uh yeah
1: the one where he's the detective
0: yeah fuck what is that I haven't watched it, but i'm
1: aware I watched the first it. episode, really like don't think of it in a second I have a brain fart, yeah, there's better shows out there, you know, but, yeah. but uh I just couldn't get into Luther Luther is the Luther that's, one. It, yeah, um, yeah, that's it, yeah I just couldn't get into Doctor Who, but I know enough to know that. I, I was gonna say he but it changes yeah, yeah it's, it's an alien
0: race that like it's a time lord yeah and they are able to change appearance appearance and like all it's kinds like of stuff Anapomorphic. Right? yeah like, like yeah. including gender yeah. like it's i think it's actually some doctor who fans i've seen talking about it online have discussed the fact that it's actually been already mentioned in the show before yeah that the doctor could be a woman yeah and so like, i just that, always that took her... it
1: as is like it could turn like change its Sex could change its that, race, that's could what change I too. whatever yeah, it could do, whatever. Yeah.
0: And so, so, so it's cool. I'm glad they're taking this step. It could be a and dog, like, yeah, not? <laughs> it could do whatever. Yeah, yeah it's already a woman. Yeah, <laughs> a dog. No, no. yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, I, I think this is a really good step for them to take. I'm really happy that they're pushing this. i yeah, sure, being like, yeah, let's do a woman. Like, I'm, I'm awesome. Like,
1: yeah, I love it. See. I, I wouldn't say, it. I feel like even if I was a fan, I wouldn't have a problem with this in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah, but it was just, people I was, I was
0: very. The part that I was weirded out about the news the most was the fact that I saw a pre a preemptive defense before I saw the attack. Right. And I was like, huh, that is interesting. This is like the first time I've ever ever really uh, ever seen something like that. Yeah, so I, was, I, I, was I completely forgot
1: about that news, so I was going to add it to my list, but yeah. then I was like, oh, I remember, and I didn't. <laughs> and then when you brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Next piece of news I have is uh, the DCEU, DC comic movies. The next movie that will go into production will be Shazam. Uh, Shazam! 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 Uh, Shazam is a superhero from DC Comics, of course, um, who's basically given the powers of... uh due to egyptian god magic i don't know it's all complicated but it's like originally just like
0: it's his alter ego is like he's a a little little kid boy named billy baxter right
1: yeah it's billy Bastion, and he says shazam he turns into originally named captain marvel but they changed it to was it originally i thought they changed it to captain no he was always originally captain marvel they changed it to shazam oh
2: okay
1: but his arch nemesis or sometimes rival is black adam who uh the Rock was casted as for like, like four or five years ago, yeah, like and they while, just confirmed okay. he will not be in the movie. Did they? Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, Jeff Johns, who's the CCO, when Chief that Creative announced? Officer. Was, huh? that,
0: was that just announced today? Yeah, today. Oh, okay, because uh, we were talking about this yeah, earlier, and yeah. that didn't
1: come <laughs> were When we we're, were setting up, I uh, looked it up, but oh, wow. he's the, uh Jeff Johns, the Chief Creative Officer over DC Comics, and yeah. um is also looking over the films now, officially said that The Rock won't be in this. Which is good because I'm tired of seeing the Rock. <laughs> Not that I I like the Rock, I yeah. just I'm tired of seeing he's him. He's everywhere, yeah. Um, but it will be the next one. Um, to start production, it will begin filming sometime early next year, and the director they have, where I look it up, is uh, David F. Sandberg, who directed uh, Lights Out and Annabelle Creation, so he's more of a horror director. Oh, okay. Um, which is interesting. And uh, do you know of, if
0: that's the way they're trying to take that? Uh, make Shazam into a horror? It'll be the kinda... first
1: time that Marvel or DC have done that which they need
0: to which they need to what <laughs>
1: yeah. i thought that's what dr strange was going to be yeah like dr strange had a horror director who directed he either directed sinister and In- sinister he didn't direct insidious oh, okay. um he directed sinister um so i was like oh you got a horror director and he directed other horror film oh he's going to make this a horror film you have a character that's all about magic and fighting demons and it was just yeah. another origin story yeah it's,
0: yeah it was all right it's it's a, i like the movie it's yeah. just they, really there's so
1: much potential to make it different
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah. especially with magic being yeah. at the center of it yeah speaking of magic oh man i didn't uh, even notice yeah i know right until i fucking pointed it out and bragged about it shit. uh there <laughs> did you see the news about the <laughs> thank you for pointing out i was just gonna look at you like this uh <laughs> did you see did you see the news about the live action aladdin I've been hearing about all the trouble it's been having. Did you hear about the recent casting? Recently? Yes, yeah.
1: So a little background first, though. They were having a really hard time casting Aladdin for some reason. No,
0: no, I'm not talking about Aladdin. Oh, actually. I, I, oh, I know, I oh, know. Okay. I'm just saying as a sign.
1: Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> but, but a little, they, I mean, whoever they did cast as Jasmine, uh, Aladdin. I, I really don't know either of those actors. But yeah, they were were yeah. already struggling with casting Aladdin. Yeah.
0: So what, what, what do you think I'm about to say?
1: Oh, you're gonna say who's playing genie. Who's playing
0: the genie Rocky?
1: Will Smith <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh my god. It's why not? I mean Yeah, no, I'm I'm for that. Like I'm okay with it. I'm like cool, but that surprised the shit out of yeah. me when I saw it online this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, a bunch of people are kind of mad about it. Really, it seems. I haven't seen any of that. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are like, "Really, Will Smith? Like, what? he's not." Yeah, people oh. are gonna bitch about whatever, man. No, it yeah, really doesn't yeah, matter. Totally.
0: But I, th- I think Will Smith will do an okay job.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. see why not. It just depends if he's got a good director and he's the right mindset. Yeah, then then he should be fine. No,
0: absolutely, yeah you know um i mean that's 90 percent of actors really you know i mean (laughs) that's every they need the right directing yeah (laughs) so
1: basically like if he wants to do his job then he'll do really good (laughs) i mean
0: (laughs) yeah i think he will no it just uh it blew me away that yeah just seeing that but also um so yeah mina musad i don't know who that is will play aladdin um, no, while just... Power Rangers Naomi Scott will play Jasmine. That's who's playing Jasmine. It was the uh, Yellow Ranger in the Power Rangers movie. Did you see that? No, I didn't watch that shit. It was pretty <laughs> decent. Like, I, I, is it true? Rent, that, it, rent it on Redbox when you
1: is, <laughs> when it comes is out. It, is it true? I think it's already out. But, okay. uh, yeah, I'm you not, should rent it. It's good. Is it true that that whole film is just a giant advertiser for Krispy Kreme?
0: No. <laughs> Krispy Kreme is in it. and it's well, like, I hear it like, has a very d- integral part of in the film. No, it does. Okay. But like, it's not like... See the thing is, here's my two cents real quick on uh, product placement. I'm fucking okay with it because I understand that or go a, for broke if you do. It. <laughs> but I understand, I understand that a uh, movies need like they make more money with that kind of stuff. That's fine. I get that. But also, I actually enjoy product placement because I like seeing stuff from the real world in movies. Yeah. Being right. like, hey, there's a Krispy Kreme. Hey, there's Pepsi. There's some stuff that gets a little over the top with it sometimes, like uh, the 2013 Man of Steel, where there's like, Sears. yeah, Sears, IHOP. And it's just every place turns. that he just destroys. Yeah, it's and- every
1: place that he throws somebody through or he gets thrown through. <laughs> every place that gets destroyed, it's like, hey, enjoy oh, the Yeah, <laughs> these places before an alien race yeah, destroys everything. No, it's like,
0: ridiculous. Like at one point, one of the Kryptonian soldiers like picks up like a Comcast van. Yeah. and it's like, oh, and it's like, and he looks at the camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like holds up above his head looks like the camera
0: wins. Freaking Lois, Lois. Lane is like crawling through the uh crawling through the Kryptonian ship and she like it's a really bad shot too, but she's like coming out of like a ladder or something, and she comes up the ladder and she places her Nikon camera like right I in front of the that, camera. Yeah.
1: And I still like Steel. Yeah, of Steel is solid, like but it's the
0: whole product placement oh, yeah. thing. But it does I, have a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it's got a lot of it. It's ridiculous. And so I'm fine with product placement. But no, she was, uh, so Naomi Scott, I believe, is the Yellow Ranger from Power Rangers, which is a pretty, like, I thought it was going to be stupid, and it definitely wasn't amazing, but it had really good parts. It's really interesting because it was the first, uh, in a Power Rangers movie, I was expecting to enjoy the parts where they were in the suits more, right? and I absolutely didn't. I enjoyed the parts where they were teenagers hanging out together, bonding, like, doing all this stuff. It's really well done. It's also the first time I've ever like said the Blue Ranger is cool because yeah, I he's, like, he's he, one of the better ones. Yeah, he's like the best one. He's like the one that you're rooting for the whole time in the movie. It's it's really good. But do, she's gonna be Jasmine. Do you
1: want to see Will Smith have a rap scene in this movie? Absolutely, yeah. I do. <laughs> like because you know they're gonna to redo like the Robin Williams like oh, never, yeah. had yeah, they, never had a friend
0: in me. Like yeah, friend like me. Yeah, you, you think he's gonna make into a rap? Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I go ha ha. Better have <laughs> there better yeah. be a beat in there somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> Like, it doesn't have to be the whole do you think he's gonna have
1: any references to his older career yeah, like Miami be, or getting they're jiggy with it be.
0: <laughs> there better be if he doesn't go to like wiki wild or something no, I'm, not, uh, I'm gonna lose my shit but no not, not only that not only Jasmine Aladdin and the genie apparently Guy Ritchie is directing this? Yeah, Guy Ritchie. I, mean, I did not who, know who Guy Ritchie did, was directing who dis-
1: Yeah, I, I learned that whenever they uh, announced that Will Smith was playing Genie, which I hope is better than King Arthur. That's all I can say.
0: Yeah, because King Arthur was not good. King Arthur is <laughs> one of the worst films I've seen this year. <laughs>
1: and, I, and I like Guy Ritchie. I think Snatch is... An amazing movie. I think yeah. the Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels is an amazing movie. Yeah. I'm not I too... enjoy
0: both the Sherlock Holmes films, even. Yeah. Like, I'm not too familiar with his work anyways, even though I've heard Snatch is really good. Snatch is
1: his better one. Like He has a bunch of stinkers in his filmography. Oh, okay. He's not a very consistent director. Fair enough. Gotcha. But uh, he's got some good ones in there.
0: Yeah, so that's going to be Jasmine and Aladdin and Genie and stuff like that. Yeah. What, what else? I'm you, just got? you got ra-
1: else? I'm just ready to see you i got a couple more. <clears throat> Just a little throwaway. This is a big news story, but uh, they're making the Venom movie. Oh yeah! They said that uh, it will be inspired by John Carpenter and Cron- uh, David Cronenberg uh, horror films.
0: Wow! So okay. it's gonna
1: have like a darker type, like sci-fi horror element to it. Um, and probably it's going to be very graphic, so it seems like it's going to be an R-rated film.
0: I am A-okay with that, especially with Tom Hardy being... Uh, yeah, Tom
1: Hardy's going to be Eddie... Yeah. I guess it's going to be Eddie Brock in the film. Is it
0: supposed to be Eddie Brock? I thought there was talks about it being something else. Yeah, like Eddie
1: Brock. I, I don't know. Um, I've heard a mix of things. Uh, but yeah, that was just that little bit of news. I thought it was a cool little throwaway story.
0: Definitely. Uh, I just thought this was really interesting. I don't know too much about it, and I don't think there's too much about it yet anyways, but I saw it, and I thought it was super interesting. The Game of Thrones creators are, after Game of Thrones, their next HBO series is going to be called Confederates.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. I literally heard about this yesterday because I was talking to a co-worker of mine about it.
0: Yeah. It's apparently, uh, it's going to be like a war story set in an alternate timeline leading up to the third American Civil War. Yeah, So that'll third, be Third,
1: whatever the second one. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but apparently <laughs> there's
0: multiple ones and they're, I mean, I... I trust them because Game of Thrones is awesome. So I'm I'm down for
1: it. I I think I saw an article that was mad about this saying, like, there's nothing that's worse than, like, Civil War, like, time change. Like, oh, the Confederates won over the Union. It's like, it's so overdone. Like, I can't count on one hand, like, all the times
2: that's happened. Like, I can't can't really think of any
1: times it's been done. So if they're doing a whole series, I fully trust those guys. guys are amazing showrunners. Yeah. You know. So Steven Soderbergh, he's the director of the Oceans 11 trilogy, Oceans 11, 12, and 13. He yeah. directed Aaron Brockovich, uh, Magic Mike. Uh, he went into retirement for a bit. I think it's like his second time coming out of retirement. But uh, next month he has a movie, uh, Logan Lucky, coming out, which I'm looking forward to. It looks pretty,
2: yeah, it
0: looks like, like a like pretty one.
1: rompy film.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll probably go see that. Yeah,
1: but he just announced that his next movie was filmed entirely on iPhone.
0: Really? Yeah. Is that the Logan Lucky one? No, the, oh, one, the okay. one that's oh, going so
1: to on. be after it. Um, oh,
0: okay.
1: He said that, yeah, they, they used um, iPhones to uh, break the whole be a, thing. Um, better
0: not just be a huge advertisement for iPhones. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, That's impressive, though. He's huh? been known for like... Uh, he has a penchant for like, directing small and experimental films. He's oh, okay. done it a few times. Yeah. So this is going to be another kind of experiment. I don't know if it's going to be a major release film. Or it's going to be more like an independent release. But yeah, um, yeah they said that he'll be using... Uh, it, it's the entire movie will be directed with iPhones. It'll be like the first time it's been really done. Gotcha. Uh, but there was one film, actually. Uh, 2015's well-received indie film Tangerine, directed by Sean Baker, which I have not seen.
0: Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I've only got really one more piece of news. Yeah, I got one more also. <laughs> and mine's mine's just a really small short one. Uh I'm very excited about finding out about a new movie coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> the Rocco's modern life movie okay <laughs> the 90s Nickelodeon cartoon no i' a uh, i saw that last night and i'm like super stoked for that we were talking uh, about this earlier yeah Rocco's modern yeah. life is like my favorite cartoon ever Yeah, and it's so, a good film yeah, yeah good, i mean good cartoon yeah, film. Yeah, yeah 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 it's a it's a good it's a good cartoon it's got the b-52 singing like the theme yeah. it only happens after the first season that the first season was a different pe- group of people singing the song yeah nobody cared about that yeah but, <laughs> but, the, second on b-52s. One, yeah, but the second one's like a second season and on it's like b-52s and it's fucking awesome and the whole show is just like silly i think that's where it's like, relevant. yeah it's just like,
1: it's way more mature than i remember it being yeah it's
0: like super crazy and it's got like really interesting like bits in it and some of it's like super funny other parts of it like are actually kind of commentaries on things yeah, going sure. on in the uh. in the real world and everything. I think a little bit of my uh, love for comic books came from that show because like Rocco works at a oh yeah he a does, comic book store. He? Yeah, that's where he meets his friend Filbert. Like his yeah. friend Filbert's in there, and he's like, he's like, I love reading comics, but but I hate, I just I hate when you have to wash your hands because the, the ink gets all over your hands. And so <laughs> it's just you turn the page and you wash your hands. I think you turn the page and then you wash your hands. <laughs> And then you turn the page, but then you have to wash your hands. There's, like, a bit where he's just going on, and goes like, all right, man, whatever. And he likes fish sticks, right? I think he does. Is right. that what he likes? Something like that, I don't know. I've it watching a while. It's so ridiculous. And then there's the, like, really, really big man. It's the guy, like, in the he's, like, the Superman, like, surrogate, like, in that show. So he's, like, Superman, but, like, all the comic books and movies and cartoons are based on Really, really big man. And yeah, it's just this, like, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember
1: that. Yeah, yeah.
0: But they got a movie coming out. Apparently, it's I guess it was announced at Comic Con. We're gonna have probably yeah. a lot of news next. Yeah, week, I, think
1: uh, I think it's. I think it's. A pretty good chunk this week, but yeah. um, I think that is it gonna be TV only? It's not gonna be released to theaters. I have so no idea. I, think it's I haven't seen anything. Nickelodeon
0: it... Exclusive or something. I haven't seen anything besides the preview, which the preview was incredible. The yeah. only thing I had against it. Was the fact that they're keeping up with the times and they're doing computer animation yeah. instead of yeah instead of hand drawn I would, I like it was originally. It, me too, yeah. Because the original stuff looks awesome. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: Um, I mean, this isn't the news I was I'm about to say, but um, I had just read right before we started that uh, I guess that Disney DX is having a reboot for a bunch of their shows and they bring back Darkwing Duck. Oh, so really? it kind of connects <laughs> to them. Yeah, they're just bringing back everything from the nineties. I always
0: forget is Darkwing Duck originally Disney? Cause, yeah. Okay, because I just remember seeing him on like. It was back when uh, the CW was like WB, yeah, and I think he was on that, either that or like Fox. But I remember yeah. it was on one of the channels that wasn't yeah. Disney. Disney. Yeah, Disney and had a partnership
1: it, with. It may have been WB, one of them, to share yeah. their, or maybe not ABC. Yeah, it was, but not ABC. It was because that's one Disney one owned. It came, but,
0: uh, it came on at like two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. like every day. But
1: um, yeah, they're it back. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's Disney. Launchpad McQuack is in DuckTales and. Darkwing oh, Duck. Yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> but uh Launch the, the news the, the news i did have was uh sylvester stallone is uh reported to be writing the sequel to the rocky spinoff creed yeah so he's in developing the uh sequel to creed yeah um there's rumors that it will take place uh it will mirror rocky 4 where adonis creed um will be taking on the younger son of ivan drago
0: I don't know anything about Rocky. I really, seen a, I haven't seen a single Rocky movie. Oh man, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm missing out. Yeah, <laughs> and they're, they're, well,
1: some of them are really, really good, but Creed yeah. was really, really good. I've heard. Yeah, yeah Creed. I mean, was great. Michael B.
0: Jordan in general. Is yeah, so Ryan awesome. Coogler is yeah. an amazing director. Yeah, and I think this
1: is the third way we brought it up, but Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan are going to be our Black Panther because Ryan Coogler is directing yeah. <laughs> and uh, Michael B. Jordan is, is playing the... Kilgrave in it. Or, uh, they're Killmonger, man. Killmonger.
0: Finally, Kilgrave right? isn't yeah. just Kilgrave is a uh, purple <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Is this their third movie they've done together? Yes. Because yeah, the, he's been in Fre- all three of his movies. Fruitvale oh, okay. Station. Fruitvale Station, and then the Creed, Creed and, and now Black Panther. Okay, Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. They're, um, I didn't really... I remember I had to watch Fruitvale Station in my film studies class one time, and I didn't care for it too much. Mm-hmm. It was super hard. Like, the ending is super hard to watch. Yeah, it, yeah it didn't it, happen it too long ago. It's a either. true fucking story. Yeah, yeah, I had to... I almost walked out of the, like, class, because I was like... A lot, like I actually wasn't looking up for some of it. Like he's sitting there; it's like the moment leading up until he gets shot, and I'm just like, I can't fucking watch this. I'm about, I'm yeah. about to have a fucking anxiety attack. Like I cannot that, that, watch that's this. That's a same. good sign of a director. Man. Yeah, no, it exactly. Can make you feel he was. That way. Yeah, he was very into it. And but I mean, besides that, the movie it just yeah it felt like it didn't like I couldn't connect with anything sure. too much in the movie, and it was like a lot of it felt super over the top, and it felt like maybe since I knew the maybe since I knew the outcome of this guy's story anyways, maybe that's what was ruining it for me because it felt like I was being steered by the director to really try to connect with this character. Right. And I was like, man, don't you feel bad for him? Like he's got a kid and he's got a girlfriend. Mm. And I mean, yeah, he's like cheating on his girlfriend too, but he's like, yeah. he's got a loving family. And all. like, it was just all this stuff where he seemed like, and now he's going to help a dog. Like there's a dog out in front of the gas station or something like yeah. all this stuff. And I just, I just felt it was very, uh, I felt like it was very manipulative of sure. the director to, like, make me... Like, I felt very, like, he was trying to make me feel... And, like, dude, you don't have to do that. Like, mm-hmm. this guy dies. I already know this. Like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm already Spoiler with this over. guy. For <laughs> <Yeah>. anybody <Probably laughs> that doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it's based on a true story that happened in what... uh Coo, What's the name of the California place? uh It's the town in California that it happened in. What is it? Uh, I can't remember. It's, like, a suburb Shit. It starts with a C or something, I think. Not but, Compton. Um, no not, Com- not compton not no. compton i can't remember where it is but yeah it's like a true story about a guy that got killed by uh cops at a at the fruitvale station at like a train station and mm-hmm. he gets like shot and just this whole story about it so i mean it's whatever it happened like years ago so a lot of people already know about it so it's hard to hard to be like spoiler alert for it but yeah it's like a true story There's and the, it's uh it's in oakland oakland that's yeah. what it is not it doesn't start with the C. yeah oakland. <laughs> yeah but um yeah, like it's it. I don't know. I don't want to talk about the movie too long, but it yeah. was it was a good movie. It just felt very like I was being forced to connect, to connect with a character sure. that I was already kind of connecting with organically right. and naturally. Anyways, you know I do have one piece of news that'll. Uh... Oh God damn it! <laughs> that'll tie us into what we're gonna talk about in a minute. Great. So uh, this is from I saw this on ND Wire, like the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so here it is: Christopher Nolan has been quoted saying. I won't work with Netflix because their film strategy is pointless.
2: Yeah,
1: I saw this, but I didn't read the article. I yeah. saw the headline, though.
0: I, I read a little bit about it. He's basically talking about the fact that um, film, and I agree with him to some extent, film is one of those uh, industries where it's like, it's very sp- specific in the experience of it. It's very sure. it's very specific in like, hey, this is a movie. Like, if you want to experience a movie, like maybe go to the theater and sit in a room with other people in front of a big screen and loud sound system and experience this, not Mm -hmm. just watch it on your phone or your tablet or your like 30, 40 inch like TV at home or whatever, which I'm, which I'm not against. Like I'll definitely fucking watch a movie on my Netflix app on my phone, like while I'm at work or something. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. But, um, like he was, I think he has a, he has a point in what he's saying because I love going, like going to the theater and seeing movies. is like one of my favorites things ever. I, yeah, love, same here. I love doing that. That's why that's we, we're doing this. That's <laughs> why we do yeah. this fucking podcast. I, I really enjoy that kind of stuff. And I think he has points too. Cause he pointed out that like Amazon video apparently has this thing where some of their original content, like when they create it, they'll like, sometimes it'll air in theaters, like 90 days before they have it. Like they stream it on Amazon. Yeah, sure. They're like, Hey, we're going to give it a break and show it in theaters. And then we'll stream it on here or whatever, which Netflix doesn't do. They do all their original movies they go straight to Netflix. Yeah. And, um, Netflix original. Yeah. Just like their TV shows and the TV shows, you know, it's a little different. That's just something that you can watch and like binge and finish up in like a week or a weekend yeah, or something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a movie you can definitely finish a lot quicker because it's only one thing, mm-hmm. but it's just this sense of like, you know, which we saw, um, in Dunkirk today. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the whole, it's this whole sense of you might be missing out on a bigger experience. If right. you don't go to a theater, to see this i i don't think he's accurate in saying specifically that it's pointless yeah but uh (laughs) he's he's got a reason he's got a point somewhat to saying that netflix like it's it's unfortunate that he like refuses to work with them or something yeah right um but it's i i see his point a little bit but at the same time like i don't know it's a gray area well he shot
1: this film in 70 millimeter yeah quentin tarantino shot Hateful Aiden, Seven Millimeter, which we've mentioned on a previous episode. And, uh, Quentin Tarantino says something about where he says that if he even sees a movie, like, in 4K in the theaters, he feels a little gypped every time. Really? Because he's like, well, you're kind of taking away, like, the art. You're kind of taking away the potential of what it could be or what makes going to the movies special. Yeah. You know, like, if it's 4K and digital, that's just like watching a TV at home. Yeah. But you see something on a projector with, like, crisp, like, images yeah. you know and uh, uh it's an actual experience
0: yeah it's like different stuff to it like uh when we watch so spoiler alerts for dunkirk we're getting we're not doing a non-spoiler section we're just talking about there's this really movie. <laughs> nothing to
1: spoil about the film yeah we, because even if we wanted to spoil it as you will learn we don't know any of the characters names <laughs>
0: yeah we're uh we usually do a spoiler a non-spoilers and then spoilers but we're jumping straight into this flick today it's a really weird one that we're going to we're going to try to delve into for a little bit. So yeah, spoiler, if you don't want to hear any spoilers about Dunkirk, just do yourself a favor and turn this episode off now cuz we're going to talk about it. But and we're yeah. not giving a spoiler thing cuz like rocky said but it's just we can't so like yeah the film stuff like i was noticing a lot of this we we drove down to orlando to see this at the 70 millimeter theater down there yeah the actual presentation yeah Mm -hmm. and uh it was really it looked really good a lot of this looked really good Um,
1: everything technical about this movie is amazing
0: yeah it's uh everything technical about the movie yeah the the sound design and every like how everything looks yeah like the directing of like what people like what uh, people are doing. Like, the shot that's in the first teaser of this movie, where you just see people, a huge line of soldiers on this, like, dock or something that, like, goes out into, the like, water where they're waiting for ships and everything, and they hear a ship, uh, a plane coming overhead, mm-hmm. and you see all the heads, like, turning. Not in unison, but, or, like... Aren't they in a U-boat on that scene? I don't I don't oh, think I they are already on the water. I think they're on, a like, a dock at the moment, because oh, it's really long. I think yeah. it was that dock part. It might have been a U-boat. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But they're standing on something, mm-hmm. and they... They're not all doing it in unison. It's like a domino effect. Yeah. They all turn their heads like one, and then another group, and then another group, and another group, and it's all And they had, so it, it had a smooth. death
1: scene, because in the previews, there's one guy in that group. That's smiling. Oh, really? And people were like talking shit about oh, the internet. Oh, wow. And they had to I go back that. and redo it because like, I was looking for him because I knew where he was in the picture. And I was oh, like, oh, really? he's not there. Yeah, oh, he turned yeah. around and he was smiling. <laughs> he's like, up. I'm in a Nolan movie. Yeah, yeah the first trailers, you can see that, but continue. Oh, man, I <laughs> didn't see that.
0: But no, uh so it's just within the first trailer, within the first teaser of the movie, you have this scene. And the cinematography, the directing is gorgeous. Like, yeah. he's, he's got this whole long, like, huge area. And all these people are turning and you hear a plane coming about to like shoot them up or drop a bomb or something. And everyone starts dropping and they're dropping literally like, like I said, like dominoes. It's just like, it's like a wave, like going down the crowd of people. And it's longer than like a football film. You just see all these people ducking, like tucking their heads down and just trying to survive, which is what the whole movie's about. A survival (laughs) is about trying to escape war trying to yeah. get away from something trying to live to see another day which yeah. had its ups and had its downs and yeah. worked a little bit in the movie but
1: because the movie is all about it being a, an experience yeah the movie is an experience <laughs> is a spectacle it's something this is one of the few films that you'll because I, I would still recommend it as a movie going experience yeah um this is especially a movie that you want millimeter. to yeah especially if you if you you're closer to showing 70 millimeter than C 70 millimeter. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing the actual way he intended for it to be seen. Yeah, because on that, um, film or even 35. Or... <sighs> he, he has a 70 millimeter, 35 millimeter, and digital out right now. So I don't know how yeah. the 35 millimeter looks, but he shot it in 70.
0: And apparently, the 70 millimeter content of um the 70 millimeter cut. Apparently, the whole film isn't 70 millimeter. Mm-hmm. It's only certain parts of the movie. Yeah. But I, I think that. a lot of it that he does, like you can tell there's one part in the very beginning of the movie within like the first five or 10 minutes where it um looks out at the crowd of uh, soldiers on the beach and it shows like the waves crashing on the beach and you can tell that is film. Yeah. Like, right. It's showing the water crashing and you see a couple of flicks. Like that's the good thing about, film is like you get these like tiny imperfections that kind of make it a work of art in and of itself mm. where the waves are crashing and you see like i swear you see God, the flickers yeah sometimes. you saw like yeah. a flicker you um, saw like a line in the film real yeah. quick and you're like fuck this feels like a movie like this
1: feels like like if you're close enough to the back you can actually hear like it brings you back like growing up you can hear the projector <coughs> yeah like yeah, you can actually hear yeah, yeah, yeah. it like clicking like-
0: yeah definitely yeah which we, we weren't sitting that no way no no, time, no no but no. yeah apparently you can you can hear all that no it was just So why we're not getting into spoilers is because there's not much that happens in this movie. It's not a story film. It's not, and without story, you can't really have spoilers. There are things that happen, but here's our so here's the gripe, real quick. (laughs) We have seen a lot of stuff upcoming, like coming up into this movie. A lot of preamble, a lot of uh, just shit online about this movie being amazing it's got like a
1: 98 on rotten tomatoes currently yeah. and an 89 percent fan on, rating yeah on, and it's like
0: it's yeah. like 98 on rotten tomatoes 89 fan like 91 metacritic 9 out of 10 on imdb like all this stuff and it's in my opinion like one of his worst films yeah like it's not that good of a movie yeah it looks incredible. Oh, amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It looks great. It sounds great. Yeah. It sound that sound, within the first three minutes of the movie, you hear your first gunshot. Yeah. And it took me by surprise. Oh, yeah. Because you don't see <laughs> the shooter at all, but you yeah. hear it. And whenever they... it shoots, it's so crisp. It's such a beautiful gunshot yeah. sound. Yeah. Like
0: it sounds incredible. And these guys are just like walking down a street. Yeah. And you're just like, pop, pop, pop. And they fucking run they like duck they dip they run they like whatever yeah and it was terrifying because like they're running and i was like you gotta be f- this is the introduction to our quote-unquote main character that's yeah. the problem with this movie is yeah. that it doesn't really have which will get protagonist the answer, yeah. you can like connect to or whatever but the quote-unquote main character for this movie is this like uh just one of these soldiers that's yeah. like it's a friend as a kid soldier. yeah stuck in stuck at dunkirk and he's trying to get out and he's there with not really, maybe his friends, but like his other soldiers that he's yeah. there with, like an alley, like yeah, soldiers, <laughs> old <you>, soldiers, and, <laughs> and uh, so they're like in the alley, and these gu- and the f- gunshots pop off, and there's like five other ones besides him, and they all start running. And he is the only one. And they're they
1: getting clipped down. Yeah. yeah.
0: They are all running this like, bam, there's
1: are on a cobble. Bam, there's one. Cobble rock street.
0: Cobblestone street. Yeah. And they're right. all running yeah. towards like a, a gate, like a wooden gate, like yeah. a wooden fence. And like, bam, there, one's down. Bam, another one's down. Oh, there goes another one. There. And like, he's the last one by the time they like, they hop on the fence and like one more gets shot and he makes it over and it's just yeah. like. Okay, fuck. This is our introduction to this character. And right then, it, it's a hard.
1: perfect, it's a perfect introduction to what you're getting into. Yeah, because right after that, he jumps the fence, he gets to a barrier, he's talking to one guy for like five seconds, another like gunshot shoots yeah. right next to him, and you're like, yeah. oh shit! And you and you still aren't <laughs> seeing who's shooting. He yeah. start running. <laughs> so right then, it's just like from there to like for the a good portion of film, where we say experience is that this movie really pulls you in, puts you on the you, beach yeah. with them.
0: Yeah, it makes you feel like you're a part of this. Like, group waiting to just get rescued. Waiting to get out. (laughs) Which
1: Christopher Nolan, before we talk too deep into our gripes, is that Christopher Nolan brought up that he wanted to simulate you just being one of these soldiers on the beach. Being surrounded by a whole bunch of people who you don't know. Yeah, Like, these aren't... This is a band of brothers or anything like that. This is, like, a bunch of guys that you aren't familiar with, that you just met, and you're just here... Unable to get off this island and just getting shot
0: at. He had a very specific intent with this film, and I think he achieved it tenfold. Like he yes. definitely got it because he, he wanted you to feel like you were at you were in the middle of this war waiting to get out. And I felt exactly like that. I felt <laughs> like I saw um one of the guys I follow on a. there's a podcast out there called Filmcast, and I follow this guy called Jeff Kanata, and I saw him on Twitter, and he's just like yeah Dun- he's like my quick thoughts on dunkirk it's not a film you see it's a film you survive yeah right and right. i'm like yeah that's exactly it yeah. because the whole entire time and it's this crazy part so like i usually like hans zimmer and i didn't like hans zimmer score in this movie because it's so grating it's so like stringy i thought it was serviceable. so i thought it fit yeah, yeah what the movie was about but it's nonstop going on like the whole entire movie feels like one scene mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it takes its time and that may be part of the intent and maybe it all may it feels like
1: it's in one day almost so it's yeah. not
0: yeah it's, yeah that was another that was another thing but we'll get to that in a second but like it feels like there's no time to breathe which i'm sure is what nolan's intent was in yeah absolutely movie. but you get this like ticking in it you're like tick, 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 tick. and then there's like strings like bzz, weee, like just stuff going up and down and messing with your anxiety and yeah because the
1: whole score and why it's effective but just compared to his other works isn't because those are all like this isn't a fanfare movie this isn't yeah. like some big it's sound not, film yeah. but like it's just octave building yeah like it's like da 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 da, yeah. and then it goes right back down like and it just keeps on yeah, building it's and then knocking back yeah, down yeah, to yeah, the yeah. first note and doing it again it's like, like right when
0: you see like a character maybe get out of something it goes back down yeah and then something else happens
1: and it goes yeah, it back down go, then climbs again yeah and goes back down and so, so i
0: get what was going on with it but yeah. by the by the end of it i had a headache i was just like god damn this is really fucking like this is really grating this sound and it's it's just hard to like gripe at it so much because like it's it's a hard movie to watch and it's a hard movie to experience but like that's what he shot that's way exactly that's what nolan went for and so i get it but it's not my it's not my cup of tea the part i did like with the sounds <laughs> this isn't a joke either the part i did like with the uh score is when it stopped. like when at the end when there's a the
1: whole film you don't realize until that second basically the whole film there hasn't been except a for the very beginning maybe yeah is that it's been going yeah then there's there been hasn't a breather. been yeah
0: there has not been any room to stop and collect yourself yeah it has been very much strings and ticking and like whatever throughout the whole movie going up and down quieter and louder all this kind of stuff and then you get to the end where our quote-unquote main character gets to the um he gets like home he gets on a train and he's like going home or whatever and he's like reading the newspaper and i think he just like looks up at one point and you hear the like ticking like
1: well no he, he lays down and no, the, it's not that part, and The is. other, Yeah, well, yeah, that's not right, because they lay down, they're on the train, the one guy asks him something, yeah, and then he's like, I don't care, or something like that, and it stops. He's just like, uh, he's okay, yeah, maybe, position yeah, maybe on that's the yeah. I, thought, I thought it was one, because he yeah. like
0: looked up at one point. But yeah, there, there's no, there's... They're on the, the train. Yeah, they're on the train, and there's a specific part where, like, you realize he's escaped. You're yeah, like, right. thank God, he's good. And then, like, we as the audience feel like we escaped, too, and that's when the ticking stops. Sure. That's when the sound stops. That's yeah. when the music, like, stops. The movie's still good. It goes, like, what, five minutes after that or something? And it keeps going. But, um the score kind of, like, stops with that grating sound. And, and it slows like, down Yeah, while they're off-island.
1: It's all the wrap-up and them, like, going to where they need to go or do what they need to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, I thought that was a really interesting one. I'm not, I'm not trying to be sarcastic and be like, you know what my favorite part of the music was? When it stopped. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was. It was. It was my favorite part of the music was when it stopped, yeah. when it had that effect, when I realized effective. what they were doing. Well, this I was movie like, is about oh, effect. It is, But this yeah. movie
1: is the effect about you being in the middle of it. It's not shock value effect. Yeah. Like most of like the, I feel like the trailers gave away a bunch of moments when you're like, the oh shit moments you could have yeah, had. Yeah. Like there's like the a part- moment in the trailer when like the, the destroyer gets hit by the torpedo yeah. and it blows like, yeah, they would have kept that out of, of the trailer. Yeah, that would have been, been terrifying. If yeah. they would have, you know, had but a part whenever it to
0: come. Cause I saw it in the preview. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's a part whenever they're in the hull of a boat and it's getting shot up Yeah, and this kid puts his eye near the hole and he gets hit. Yeah. Like if I didn't see that in the preview, would be like, Oh shit. I didn't see that in the preview. Yeah. Uh, it's real quick in the preview. So I was ready for it. And you see these big action beats in the trailer, so I'm just waiting for it. This is one yeah. of the movies where I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for this one to happen. Okay, yeah. and we're past this. Like, what's the next one? Like, <laughs> yeah. all right, now I'm starting to put them all in order. Yeah. You know? yeah, definitely. What he does really well is that this movie is rated PG-13. Yeah. And it's something I want to get into in a second, but I'm going to read a quote from him. That he put. He purposefully did this. He purposefully made it a PG-13 movie um, instead of an R-rated war film. Oh, okay. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you my opinions after I read this quote. This is a quote from Christopher Nolan. Um All of my big blockbuster films have been PG-13. That's it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> cool. Alright, next week. Yeah. It. <laughs> um, it's a rating I feel comfortable working with totally. Yeah. Dunkirk is not a war film. It's a survival story, and first and foremost a suspense film. So while there is a high level of intensity to it, it does not necessarily concern itself with the bloody aspects of combat, which have been so well done in so many films. Yeah. We we're really trying to take a different approach and achieve intensity in a different way. I would really like lots of different types of people to get something out of the experience. So even yeah. he says it's about experience. But in a post world, film world, yeah, where we've had Saving Private Ryan, yeah, where we've had Band of Brothers, Mm -hmm. where we've had Fury, yeah, those just like really violent World War II films Mm -hmm. or
0: shows. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, you know, your hey, I'll, I'll even mention this one, and I love it, and a lot of people shit on me for it, but Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, yeah like what was that? Was yeah. that R rated? No, that's not R rated. Oh, no, no, okay. no sorry, I, I, I'm talking about character. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. no, no, because there, yeah, I care about the character. No, no, I'm Pearl talking R- about,
1: R-rated. I'm talking about like R rated films. Oh, like, like okay, gory, bloody, um, oh, okay. even like, like. I thought a, you were talking about
0: the connection with the characters. No, 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 I'm talking <laughs> about just it being the rating it was oh, okay, first. Gotcha. But
1: we will get into in the characters second. But yeah. uh, even like a Full Metal Jacket or Platoon or okay. something like that. Yeah, you know I mean that's a World War II film, there's a Vietnam like just like gory, like intense. What he does really well, and I was worried about it. Is that he still pushes the boundaries on being thrilling and exciting mm-hmm. and intense? These
0: dog fights, like with Tom Hardy and yeah. the pilot, like, are in the plane. These were yeah, solid. pretty good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was kind of getting bored with them after a while. I'm like, oh, okay. all right, because they're kind of just it's it's a dogfight in World yeah, War yeah. II. Even it's it's so kind of slow, it, yeah. you know. You kind of went to this Yeah, and it wasn't like. None of the fights were like, Tom Hardy's getting chased by two planes at one time. He's like chasing one plane
0: in a single file. He had one on his ass, though, at one point. Yeah, at one point, but it
1: doesn't seem like it really did anything.
0: Yeah, it doesn't... Well, and another part of that happens to do with the fact that the movie is told in segment... Like, in weird segments. Yeah, it's not linear. Yeah, we follow three different scenarios. One takes the course over a week. Another one takes the course over a day. And the other one, Tom Hardy's one, takes the course over an hour. Yeah, no. And so that's why some of that probably seems like there wasn't much going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because was only hour, yeah. Hour, but yeah, rated R stuff. Right? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, but with it being rated R, um, not being rated R, he he's always on a director that can always capture intensity. If you look at yeah. all, like he's had two, fil- three films if you count following. Memento Insomnia is the only two films that are R-rated. Oh, okay. But the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, The Prestige,
0: Interstellar,
1: Interstellar all those are PG-13 films. And... This one, I I compared to Dark Knight. Like, Dark Knight was a film that wasn't R-rated, but it, like, got close to some really dark material, yeah, yeah. and was really intense. Like, after I watched a Dark Knight, I was satisfied, but I was tired. Yeah. Like, it was an experience, mm-hmm. and he's great with that. This film is is very similar. I mean, this is more so an experience than Dark Knight was, because yeah. that was more story <laughs> and character-driven, unlike yeah. this film.
2: Yeah,
1: That, this film... Like has like the fear and the claustrophobia and like the anxiety that goes with combat.
0: Ooh, yeah,
1: without having to show limbs get blown off yeah. or gore or like foul yeah, language. They don't show Even though like I that. love all that stuff, yeah, he accomplishes what he set out to do.
0: That part where uh, one of the boats get uh, one of the boats gets hit and it's at the dock mm. and there's people jumping off the boat and swimming out and the boat is tipping over and and uh and going under near the dock and it's getting closer to the dock and there's this guy trying to swim out of the water in between it yeah before he and, gets yeah before he gets between. freaking smashed uh-huh. between the dock and the boat and he's just swimming yeah and i was like jesus christ like he's yeah he's a he's succeeding at this attempt he's doing yeah that is making us like crawl like we're we're gripping the edges of our seat we're yeah. like Jesus Christ, like, someone... The only part that's missing, like, we're we're wanting them to get out of it. The only part that's missing is we don't know anything about these characters. And that's <laughs> the
1: problem. And also, uh, before we go into, though, uh, with the boats and them going in the water... Yeah. You don't see the Germans that much in this film. Not at like all, Like, you yeah. see them in a plane, but you don't see them physically except for, like, one time. Yeah. In the whole film. Yeah. It's almost like the water is just as much of a threat yeah. as any German yeah. could be.
0: There's that part where uh, Tom Hardy's, uh, like pilot friend crashes in the water yeah he's trying he's trying to get out of the whole time like i'm
1: terrified of drowning yeah he's he's trying to get out of
0: his cockpit before the water gets in and that's intercut with the same scene where they're all hiding in the boat yeah the water's water yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was very much there's a lot of sinking scenes
2: (laughs) there's a shitload
0: like like looking back
1: it's like okay so the two main threats in this film are bombs getting dropped and drowning (laughs) And, cause there's a lot of scenes of <laughs> people are just like, oh, oh, I'm trying to get out of, you know, just this ship. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 But uh, yes, the uh, there's
0: multiple times where people, they get rescued and they get on a new boat. Yeah. And, and then like, that gets bombed. Yeah. But then they're also like, no, nah, I'm not going down. I'm not going under. Uh, I'm not going in the boat. You know? Yeah. Or they're like, I'm staying up here. Because <laughs> yeah. if they have you know, shell I'm shock or, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, or they're stressed out, which I don't blame them. Yeah.
0: I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be yeah. like, oh, thanks for rescuing me. I'm just going to sit up here because if we go down, I'm, I'm going to jump off. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, the, the problem with that, like you're going into is character um there is no character development yep (laughs) there's no characters like literally the problem with this film is that i know one character's name because it was said more than once which one was it george 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 which is one of the kids one of the younger kids that are not not soldiers but helping basically boats going out there if you have seen the trailers mark rylance the actor mark rylance yeah i don't know his character's name he takes his boat uh basically the Navy and the military is having these boats go out to help try yeah. to get people off the yeah, island. Yeah, real, real,
0: real quick, what's going on in the movie? Like, even though it's a basic story, what's the basic story?
1: Um, English look. and French forces are stuck on the island of Dunkirk. Yep. Um, this is a year before the Americans got involved in World War II. Okay. Um, the Germans have them pinned down on this beach. Um, as you can tell from what we've said, and you probably saw in the trailers, they can't get off. They try to get on a ship. Germans just bomb either with planes or yep. with torpedoes mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they're stuck on here. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happens is that civilian boats are drafted, I guess would be a word um, yeah. to go to the shore since they can get up on the shore and aren't big targets to get soldiers onto these to civilian boats and yeah. ferry them back to England yeah. because it's not a, far distance it's not yeah between Dunkirk it's just they're getting bombarded London. every yeah.
0: time they try to get out yeah, yeah. their ships are getting sunk they're pl- like everything's yeah. getting attacked Like yeah. they're getting attacked on the shore yeah. it's like in the first 10 minutes you see a bombing on the beach yeah. where, like, and the it's make, intense like, it's, it's yeah, crazy you it's, just
1: it's, see these big like it's, it's explosions of sand up into the air yeah. and the character it's focusing on is just laying there like with yeah. his hands over his head like one... hoping not to get hit yeah you
0: just see it getting closer and getting closer and getting closer and then the last one goes off and the plane keeps going and the main character is like oh, okay i'm good and he like stands up, yeah, and, he's like, up. And, he's like, and he's like he's like all right so well and yeah. he, he
1: just kind of brushes off like yeah. he's yeah. Like, "Oh, okay that's all, all they right, can yes, do that's too. all you like, can they, yeah. yeah what they, are you gonna do
0: yeah exactly like all of them hear a plane coming and they're like and they're like uh shit and they like lay down and cover their heads and yeah it's that's just like that's do. all you can fucking do yeah
1: because you're just getting bombarded with
0: yeah bombs and it's all really day. it's really messed up and like so that's where the film succeeds yeah is this this effect of getting you feeling like you're there with them. Yeah. It's just there's no like characters. Yeah, there's right. no we don't know anything about these characters. I
1: just I, know those three on the boat and George is one of them. So yeah. George is it's basically uh Mark Rylance and two I, I think they're his sons, maybe I don't know. Like yeah, I the problem with Christopher tell. Nolan films and we talked about this on the way back, is that um with this is just this film. This is most of his films. Mm-hmm. The audio, like the, the vocal audio, is always hard yeah. to
0: hear. And he doesn't do like he's very adamant about not wanting to fix it. We were talking about it earlier. The Batman, The Dark Knight Rises with yeah. Bane, mm-hmm. on how like ar- the original cut of that people couldn't understand Tom Hardy talking through that mask. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "You need to fucking fix this." Yeah, and right. So he finally went back, and he fixed some stuff. And they're like, "Okay, we can we can hear it a little better now. Yeah, so right. This sounds, sounds better." But yeah, for some reason, he's very adamant about sound design, and sometimes it's hit, sometimes it's miss. But he does things very specifically. In Interstellar, there was a big thing where the music would drown out when it was huge things happening on screen, like when the Na- the NASA shuttles taken off from Earth, yeah. the organs drowning everything out. Yeah, You hear right. the, you hear the poof of the shuttle. And you have, like, Matthew McConaughey talking and saying something, and you're like, what is he saying? I can't hear anything. It's all, like, I can't. And that's just part of him wanting to put you into the experience and make sure, like, if you were really there, yeah, you wouldn't be able to hear anything. And I get that. It's just sometimes it really fucks, like, with people with accents, and we're sitting there trying to understand what's going on, on. on, on.
1: With these characters, though the three main, these three specific characters we're talking about, they aren't in combat. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're on a, they're on a, just it's just their accent. It's just a private boat. Yeah. Like it's his like personal little boat. Yeah. They, and they're, they're with nothing going on around them mm-hmm. and the music and everything is drowning out what they're saying. And yeah. I don't feel like this has really happened since like his first two films I don't, or three films like Memento Insomnia. I, I don't remember it being a problem, but Batman begins on is whenever he started doing it. like Batman yep. begins or scenes like whenever he was up, in the mountains learning from Henry Descartes right, yeah. and I'm just like I can't tell what's being said. Yeah. Like like they're they're not talking like this. And then there's like <laughs> this music going over and then there's like quick you know scene cuts. I don't know what you're saying. Is like, there
0: is that when he started working with Hans Zimmer? Do you think it's yeah, maybe oh, a yeah. okay. I don't think Hans Zimmer did insomnia or memento. Yeah. So do you think that's maybe uh he started working with Hans Zimmer and he was just like Yeah, this is awesome. awesome. awesome Music. So let's use it. Let's amp it up. You know how much of the budget went to him? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Oh, me neither. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's probably
1: what he says. Like, I'm using it. But yeah, that's a problem. So, I mean, it's enough. We can tell there's nothing important really being said about any of these people.
0: Yeah, because you don't under. Like, the only character development I really get at one point is the father who's on the boat with his two sons that are going to dunkirk to help rescue these war uh, these soldiers yeah he mentioned something at one point they get attacked by a plane and then Mm. like this other guy's like they survive it and the other guy's like a guy they pick up is like hey how'd you know how to do that or how'd you know blah 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 and he's like oh my other son was uh like a pilot and Mm. he was killed like earlier and so that's really the only character development you get where like that's literally it you just find out this one dad had another son who was already killed in the war yeah and right. that's why he's like so adamant about going to help he's like these soldiers need our help they're over here fighting our battles for us yeah we are i'm not stopping we're gonna go help these guys and it's a good moment it's like cool that's awesome yeah we get some genuine background and motivation for a character real quick but
1: i don't even know his fucking name
0: yeah i, I just know him as his
1: act that's <laughs> a problem like oh, this movie has Mark Rylance, it has Tom Hardy, it has Cillian Murphy. And in the film, I know them as Mark Rylance, (laughs) Tom Tom Hardy, and Cillian Murphy. I don't know (laughs) them as... That's all I can refer to them as. Yeah. Because they don't have names and that's not what the movie's about. The movie's not about character development i think they do have have
0: names when i looked on imdb some of them very few of them because we went
1: through imdb and like yeah one
0: of them them was like grenader first soldier like all this yeah one's french soldier it's like okay are you kidding me yeah so uh
1: the it's not about characters it's not about you know the story or personal venture of somebody but that being the case, there's no stakes or me rooting for these characters. Yeah,
0: you don't find yourself – like you find your. I guess I'm rooting for myself yeah, since I'm in the <laughs> experience. You find yourself um, – the a lot of the actors, a lot of the characters, specifically the main character, becomes a surrogate for the audience, which I mean that's usually how it always is. But this is more – definitely more intentional. Like you are – this person is experiencing it and through them you are experiencing it as well. And they don't give you this connection to be like, oh, don't you feel bad for this guy? They're like, no, you are this guy, yeah, and you just want to get home. You, you just, just want to throw, throw away lines.
1: Except <laughs> for that throwaway line on the on the boat about. His son, yeah. There's no throwaway lines, but like, oh, I need to get off this. There's nothing, yeah. I need to get off this island because fill in blank, yeah, like no. because of my wife, because of my kid, because, <laughs> because of I have anything. a dog that I haven't fed. Two seconds, or <laughs> just say
0: some shit. It There's doesn't want no At home to water my plants yeah, or anything. does Nothing, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. This you have more focus on them trying to get out of here and trying not to get hit by bombs. Yeah, that you really don't have the. They, they just didn't put the time and and yeah. I I I liked. <laughs> This is his shortest film also. It is. This film was an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. An hour and 37. Yeah. But, you know, um so it's tighter. It should be a tighter film, but it feels longer than some of his longer films. Yeah. It's like I feel like The Dark Knight or or Batman Begins like or Inception like yeah. went by way Flies faster by compared to this. This yeah. film <laughs> like the last 15 minutes are really like okay, like this yeah. is kind of
0: slowing down. Mm-hmm. Like like
2: Yeah.
1: It's know, supposed man. to be
0: I remember we were talking about that too when we were going in, like, "Oh, cool, he's tightened tightening up a movie. Good. Like, it's only an hour and a half or something. Like, yeah. cool. Let's. Sit yeah, down I got and watch shit this. to do. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go home and let's, do nothing. Yeah, let, let's experience. <laughs> yeah, that. let's let's experience this. And I just remember we were like, "Cool." And then when we got out of it, we were like, "Yeah, that's his shortest movie, and it felt like the longest. What happened with that?
1: Because ending? his films, and it comes from he has a big, deep background in Noor. Oh, okay. it's a lot of, he loves noir. All his films up until this point, and maybe the seller has noir elements in it. Yeah. The thing about film noir is that it's very character-focused. Mm-hmm. It's not about action or this yeah. happening. Yeah, exactly. It's about a person's personal journey and personal demons. Yeah. Um, All his films up until this was that. And so going into this film, I was like, okay, well, even watching the trailers, I didn't know... Who the main character was. Yeah. Before we went in, I thought, oh, well, maybe it's Cillian Murphy. Like, I thought Tom Hardy was going to be a secondary character, which he's one of the <laughs> three main focuses. Yeah, yeah. But he's not the main character. He's not a main character. I don't know who Harry Styles is. I don't listen to One Direction. <laughs> um, I had to read who it was. Yeah. I guess it was yeah. for, I mean he was fine, he's serviceable for the film. Yeah. But uh I thought it was Cillian Murphy. I thought he was gonna be the main character in this film. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And he's like he doesn't do Jack Shan in the film. Yeah. He's he's a shell shocked soldier.
0: Got, yeah, PTSD. He's yeah. like fuck.
1: Yeah, he's he's fucked. He's just a crazy person the yeah. whole film. Which is realistic, but yeah. it's like <laughs> Absolutely You are learning anything about him. Yeah, he's out the window. So watching the trailer, I'm like, well, I don't know who the antagonist – or anti-protagonist is. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the film, there isn't a protagonist. There yeah. is nobody. It
0: yeah, it doesn't feel like there is. It's told from – the film is told from three different pr- perspectives, which also plays with the timeline because it's nonlinear. Yeah. Because it jumps back and forth. And it doesn't and have, necessarily feel like it needed to be. Yeah, it didn't need it's to a be. Cool it was cool little style. It was choice. It was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, you get to see – There's one part where where a ship gets hit and it has, like, R or A32, like, written on the side. Yeah, and Tom Hardy's, like, flying over it and he sees, like, people in the water. And then ten minutes later in the movie, we go back to the kid who was on the beach and he's, like, escaped and he's on one of the boats and he's going for, like, I think he's on that boat and it gets hit and he hops off and he's in the water, and you look up, and you see that it's, like, A32. Yeah, and, and that like, was a couple oh, times where you see yeah. things from different angles. Yeah, because so all it's, three like, stories... yeah, it's, like, they're all, like, lining up yeah. and doing this thing. So and you it, see from air, yeah.
1: land, or on boat. You exactly. see, like, three different ways, yeah. which is a really cool style And they choice.
0: even, they they tell you at the beginning of the movie, too, each segment is, like, when they show it, it's, like, this one. Like, it takes course over, like, one week. And then you see the other ones on the boat, and it's, like... Uh, one day and then yeah, you see right. like tom hardy it's like the air like one hour and yeah. it's yeah so it's this thing where like they jump back and forth they do different things with it and it was it was an interesting choice but definitely not like essential to the story yeah, sure but it it spiced it up a little bit it was whatever it made it a little bit more interesting because i'm always a big fan of non-linear if you can take a story from uh beginning to end and chop it up and serve it to me in different refreshing ways i'm definitely for that but it didn't need to be that way right. didn't really didn't really do anything crazy for them. it wasn't like
1: oh yeah. well, like the problem is that like the hour and the one day like yeah. the boat and the air feels like that yeah like well i mean the the boat feels like more than an hour i'm like it didn't they didn't get there an hour <laughs> yeah
0: well no the boat was supposed to be the day oh so the oh, boat, sorry the, sorry. the, the plane is, was yeah, an hour yeah, yeah.
1: yeah but the beach is one week it yeah. feels like the same day, a, maybe, like maybe two, two days. days. Yeah, yeah it goes known. through like two yeah. nights or something. Yeah. Like he See, I don't like know. There, there's nights. something where there's kind of shoddy editing in it. Actually, there's one part yeah. where they're trying to push these uh, rowboats mm-hmm. out onto the water, and there's yeah. waves coming in. Oh, okay, and it goes from day to night to day, or vice do you, versa. Do you think
0: that was because of that's the, what I was wondering? Yeah. But
1: but during that scene, it doesn't. It didn't feel like a montage because there's a guy walking oh, on okay. the boat, uh, walking, sorry, boat, walking on the sand yes. by them while they're doing it. He's looking out as they're doing it. And then it cuts back to them and showing them like still struggling. They can't get yeah. past the, the tide. And then it goes back to him. and He's still walking. Hmm. so no, i, mean, I don't it, i don't like maybe, maybe they it defined just meant, it
0: more i don't know maybe it was just because it was on it was like it was showing the repetition of what they were yeah. doing. yeah yeah so yeah they were doing that at two different times of the day but mm-hmm. it was like the same day same thing that they were doing but yeah, it was right. just re- repetitive of them trying to get off yeah this this movie is it's it's interesting and it's definitely an experience but it's like i've i've only seen uh the dark knight trilogy interstellar and inception from uh christopher nolan Inception's then, like one of your then, favorite movies yeah, inception's <laughs> one of my favorite movies but um so this is you know one of the other ones i haven't seen his earlier stuff like insomnia or uh the prestige or memento memento yeah even though i've been told i would love memento so i want to go back and watch great. it sometime. Yeah, Insomnia's I've, great I've heard, yeah insomnia is great
1: one of robin williams best roles oh is he in that yeah he's a killer in it shit. it's it's him and el pacino oh, okay well shit it's I not a mystery like, yeah. it's oh, not, Okay. i mean it is a mystery but yeah. like the cover art is el pacino robin williams and guess who you don't see for fucking 80 percent. got movie. it
0: okay yeah <laughs> yeah no i i definitely that's that's interesting okay yeah but i, w- I want to check out his earlier stuff yeah even even out of his like big summer blockbusters for me even out of all those movies the batman movies and everything like this is my least favorite movie by him. Yeah, her. sure. I'm just like, it's, well, like the, I get the experience, yeah. but the experience is not for me, and that's not what I was wanting right. from this movie. Right, that's not what I was. And I, uh, we mentioned it earlier. It's we should. We anytime this happens, we should applaud it. Where a creator owned, like directed, written, uh, standalone film happens that's what i was looking we forward need, to because yeah. it wasn't a franchise we film need, yeah and it's, it's from a, a director yeah. that
1: has an amazing reputation yeah and this a... isn't a bad movie i don't want to sound like i'm shitting on it yeah but for him it's weak like i'm not going to judge christopher nolan i'm not going to to review him on a curve yeah neither there's not, other yeah. directors that need it yeah there's like your <laughs> brett ratner's or your you know uh uh and my Shyamalans, or your, yeah, yeah. your, your, even Zack Snyder, somebody like that, you know, I would rate on a curve because <laughs> yeah, they okay. need it, you know. But he's not one of these people that need yeah, the he's, curve.
0: He, he's not. Yeah, and it's so it's, it's nice to. It's not a Star Wars. It's not a superhero movie. It's not this. Like, it's not a comic book thing. It's not no. like, whatever. It's a. It's based on a true story, so it falls yeah. into that. Yeah. but that's really about it. It's a. It's an original thing. Yeah, and I really appreciate when those come out and i wish there were more of. and them. he took
1: a chance to do it in 70 millimeter he did he came yeah out wanted he, actually make something creative he messed
0: with it and then the thing is is like he's he's christopher nolan he can do whatever the fuck he wants so like he's yeah. he's doing this he did it in 70 millimeter he told a movie with a really experimental like take on it like he wanted to make the audience experience something he was definitely expecting people like me and you to talk about it in the way that we're talking about it now it's just unfortunate. I love Christopher Nolan, yeah, and sure. yeah, it's, sure. it's fun with his like movies that he's got out and everything, but in the end, I'm just like, man, that wasn't this... I didn't enjoy that movie as much as I yeah. wanted to, so it's he's kind of, those... of a letdown that one.
1: Yeah, he's, he's one of those directors. It's very strange. It's hard to pin down Christopher Nolan. Like, it's hard to figure him out. Yeah. You have people like Tarantino or Edgar Wright or something like yeah. that that are very, like, they'll talk about their favorite movies. They'll talk about cinema and they'll talk about all this things or they're, they're very public about what they like. Yeah. Right. Christopher Nolan is, is very private with these things. It's very hard to find what his favorite movies or his influences are. I've never seen an interview with him. And because (laughs) of that, it makes it feel like he's almost as, own thing which yeah. he is his own thing
0: it's yeah it's intriguing like it's kind of like a mysterious thing you yeah. want it when you, if you hear about a new nolan movie you're like oh oh what's that gonna be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, like
1: he's uh he's he's a director that that he i the the influence of like i'm pretty sure that blade runner is his favorite movie of all time oh wow okay. um but i've seen like things where he's talked about inspiration from like artists yeah. Like, actual, like, painters yeah. and stuff, which is strange. Yeah. But you have somebody like that that does this. That you have, like, maybe somebody like a Timber. It's like, ooh, I'm eccentric and weird. And look, <laughs> yeah. how, look how artistic I am. <laughs> yeah. And it feels forced. Maybe somebody yeah. who's just like, yeah, I, I don't really want to talk about anything. Like, I'm just a normal, like, yeah. not normal guy. But, like, I don't want to talk about this or yeah. show where I am. It almost <laughs> okay. gives them, like, this type of strangeness. Yeah. Like, not yeah. like a David Lynch strangeness. Like, yeah, that's like that. a psychopathic strangeness. <laughs> so, yeah. But like it's almost like an eccentricity onto itself that also gives him this kind of it gives him his own niche. It's like okay, yeah. I you I, you you have this style. We know you're nor you're, you're you're definitely uh, nor inspired,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you aren't letting it affect everything you work on. Yeah. Interstellar, uh, and he worked on you've done crime films, you've done heist films, you've done superhero films, you've done a war film, and you've done a space film. Yeah. What's next? He's A Western? Around. Like yeah. what are you gonna do next? You've done just about everything. Yeah. You know? So around. I applaud him rom-com. for going out and doing yeah, rom com. Like I said, I thought that was an inception. Um <laughs> I, I I love his director. I would love to see what he's gonna do next, but really Yeah, this not... doesn't
0: turn me off from him. No, no, absolutely <laughs> no, no. not. It's just
1: it's just I was expecting why well, I bring up the newer thing before is cause that being character driven, all his works being about characters and characters yeah. that are even in like the most like science fiction-y or like fictional type things like Inception, Uh those characters felt grounded. It still felt realistic. Like the characters didn't feel like cartoon characters. They felt very grounded in reality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Same thing with like even Batman. You have these characters. It doesn't feel like, uh, superhero film the film like, feels like a film that just yeah. happens to have superhero characters
0: in it or yeah, combo exactly. characters you in it happens to have a guy that dresses up like a yeah. bat and beats people up at night <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so this film like it's super realistic and and drawn down but is missing the fact that i don't care about any of these characters exactly. i don't care about who they are because <laughs> i don't know who they are i don't know yeah. their names i don't know their backgrounds you but as an experience yeah. and a spectacle it's great
0: yeah and, you you yeah. don't get a feel from it yeah that's roughly our thoughts on this film yeah, there's no, really not, not as
1: much as say like we're not <laughs> yeah. gonna break down the whole movie it's, i because yeah. really it is a film that you have to see and just ex- yeah. experience it's, it, it it's to a, sound yeah, like a broken a, record it's oh. about
0: them like getting these soldiers getting stuck somewhere and they're trying to get out and yeah people come to help them and mm-hmm. it's it's an, it's an interesting experience but uh something that's going to drain you from like inner like here it's but, a short experience but it doesn't feel
1: like it, it drains you for the first 75 percent. like i didn't feel like like i do saw dark night i felt like i needed a nap oh really i'm like i need to lay down <laughs> like i feel very tired i feel very satisfied really? but like i'm feeling like,
0: did, did that to you yeah i love dark night it didn't feel long to me at all no
1: it's no like, not that I felt long yeah no, no, just intensity,
0: but not... Um, I like, it. like, okay. I, like yeah. for me,
1: it just felt like... Gotcha. For PG, like, it just was a lot to take. You know, I was like, okay, this is a movie that really moved and really had a lot in it. This fair film enough. was like, it felt really intense and stuff like that, but then after a while, it was just kind of like...
0: Yeah. Fair I don't
1: know, maybe it's because it wasn't working my brain as much as
0: it could have <laughs> yeah. been. Yeah, fair enough. So we we uh, we reached out online, and we wanted to hear some other people's thoughts on if they... If they saw the flick this week, what they thought of it, what they wondered, what if any you had any questions, comments, concerns, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever do about not even just the film we're seeing during the week, but a just film stuff in general. Not even that. If you want to ask us a question, if you want to do anything, uh and the award goes to podcast, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, and our Gmail is and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com. That's all one That's... word. Uh, So hit us up, let us know what you have, what you think, what questions, just do whatever, because we're trying to get input from people and uh, see what people think and talk about it on air. And so we've got some of that this week. Mm -hmm. We've got some, uh, I found some people on Reddit that were interested in talking about this movie. So our first thoughts about Dunkirk comes comes from Christopher. He's on Reddit and he said, I think the movie was more of an experience than the traditional movie formats that we know. Sure. which is exactly what we've been yeah that's yeah. Uh, like i i actually so i try not to read any of these responses before we saw the movie yeah. just it, you know yeah. for spoilers or whatever mm-hmm. so um just reading it out like yeah that's exactly this movie is an experience and it's definitely it is. He, christopher is absolutely right it breaks away from the traditional like thing of a story of like storytelling of film like yeah that's that's what it's both the strength and the weakness of this movie yeah and it's It takes a chance. I'm all about it. Like I do not want to discourage that in Hollywood and in the the current film world that we have. I want to see. I I enjoy tradition. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy comfort and you know pulling a nice predictable movie over me like a warm blanket to snuggle up with. I get that, but I definitely appreciate. Experimentation and breaking away from the tradition.
1: Yeah, I, I can't really compare the film to any. Like, I was trying to think of war films to compare yeah. it to, but you can't compare it to a, a Saving Private Ryan or or a
0: Banner Brothers or something like that <laughs> yeah.
1: because there's are like character pieces. Maybe yeah. like intensity, you could yeah. like compare it to some of the battle sequences. This is
0: a really intense documentary. That's this, is, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This movie.
1: That's what I think about. Is this movie is yeah. a really, really, really great documentary? <laughs> but as far as a film goes, it misses the mark on actually having a cast. Like I. I kind of want to compare it more to an influence of maybe older war films. Like it has more of a feel like if you took like a movie like Guns of the Navarone or like To Hell and Back or a old war film like that mm-hmm. and you mixed it with like the combat sequences of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And you dumb down the violence and take all the characters out. That's what it feels more like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what so, that's what it feels like. But yeah. uh, thanks, thanks for thanks for that, Christopher. Yeah. Don't don't be shy on hitting us up with any yeah. any other thoughts He'll or. He'll never listen to this. <laughs> he doesn't even know who we are. <laughs> He's just like whatever. Dunker, cool. Um, so this other one, it's a pretty lengthy response, and it has a couple different parts. But we're gonna try to delve into each one real quick, see what this person thinks. Um, so this comes from it's on Reddit again. This comes from the Lesbian Thespian, which. That's a good name. <laughs> One of the greatest Reddit names I've ever cool heard in my life. <laughs> but uh, the Lesbian Thespian says, I just saw the movie today because I've been a diehard Harry Styles fan for almost seven years now. Oh. Which Harry Styles was the guy from One Direction? Yeah. Is that that's, it? Yeah, okay. that's Okay. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I have a few points that I would love to be discussed from an outside perspective. One, I really like the structure of the film. The transitions between the three storylines were seamless and didn't feel forced at all. However, I didn't feel that the fighter pilot storyline was as developed as the other two. It felt like an excuse to use the IMAX cameras as innovatively as possible, yeah. which was executed beautifully. I can agree with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely... Um, There's some great aerial shots. Yeah. There's some really these, great aerial these shots. These planes
0: look like, yeah, awesome. The fights that are going on, it's like, you know, it does, like you said, It's kind of, you're right, it does get kind of like boring at certain parts. But even then, I'm just like still enjoying the fighter like flying through everything and the uh the story the storylines in general they i think i would agree saying they flow seamlessly together yeah sure but that's just because like i said earlier this whole movie feels like one scene yeah it feels like it feels like a short film that takes forever (laughs) like it's it's like one thing that it's just it feels like it's not necessarily dragged out or anything but it's it feels like everything's connected. That score never stops. It kind of the, feels like
1: a very ambitious film school student. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like
0: it's like he just doesn't know when to stop. Yeah, it's, it's just like kept on going. It's like Bill Gates, like son, went to film school. And yeah. He's got this unlimited budget, and yeah, he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna do whatever," and it's. Here's my <laughs> book report. I made a movie.
1: It's like well, it's, <laughs> you didn't meet the criteria, right. <laughs> but it's cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no.
0: It's uh everything does flow together seamlessly, but it's because it all feels like one experience, which is a gripe for me. True. Sure. That's that's the part that's one of the parts that I have a problem with. It's I mean, if you want to say yeah, it's seamless, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I agree with that. But because it's seamless, the way in which they make it seamless, through making it feel like it's all one thing it's mm-hmm. all one experience it's all like that music just going up and down and never giving you a chance to breathe to collect yourself it's very
1: seamless that way but... it,
0: yeah it definitely it definitely is but that was actually one of the problems i had with that. yeah uh, point number two I researched the movie. This is all from the the Thespian Lesbian. Okay. I researched the movie extensively before watching it and found that only a very small portion of the movie was CGI. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed before and even more impressed after. The explosions and fires looked incredibly real, which added to how immersed in the film I felt. Yeah that was definitely something. We, we were talking you about You were talking that. about this. <laughs> but the, the
1: the uh use of practical effects is very impressive. Incredible. Yeah. I, I would love to watch the behind the scenes of this yeah, film. Like, like I would buy the Blu-ray. That's just for exactly. the behind the scenes. <laughs>
0: that's exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. Like I will buy the Blu-ray just to go watch the behind the scenes. Yeah. Just to see what they Cuz it's impressive. It like, is it's very like, impressive. Especially that uh the oils the oil part where yeah. the oils like mixed in with the water and yeah. they just like you see the plane coming down like there's so many moments where you have these like you know what a reaction shot is like oh here's a react like something happened here's a reaction of someone (laughs) these are all like anticipatory shots yeah everyone's anticipating everything you always see you always hear these planes flying by you always hear like torpedo or like something you hear about something about to happen Mm-hmm. And the movie looks. It It follows everyone looking. Yeah. Like, it, it, people are looking up. They're looking to the side. They're watching something. They're tracking a plane flying yeah. above them. And like even sometimes doing...
1: you don't even have the reaction shot. It just happens. Yeah. There's a couple of things that are not jump scares, but, like, almost, like, kind of startle, like, yeah. slight startle yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the gunshots at the beginning we're talking about. You don't see the enemy Fuck. a lot of times. <laughs> you don't see where the gunshots yeah. are coming from. Which helps
0: make you feel You're more, stuck in the, like, the yeah,
1: hall yeah. on one thing, and yeah. people are shooting bam, guns. Bam, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pinging, and also we didn't mention the uh, the the sound design they used on like the bullet shooting through, through the, metal. the metal. Yeah, it has such a crisp like like oh my god it's like it's this bam, grinding type bam, sound it's, like, yeah. it's so good it's so real yeah but like it hits but you don't even see even whenever they get out of the boat you don't see who was shooting yeah at the boat <laughs> things just happen in this movie just, and then they get out eventually yeah
0: they're like, they're like all right we gotta go shit yeah, <laughs> so, yeah the practical effects were Amazing. incredible in great. this movie yeah. yeah i i honestly couldn't tell when cgi was going on i yeah. couldn't like it was yeah it was, it was, was that was very seamless yeah, yeah it definitely was uh point number three through my research, I found that 75% of the movie was filmed in IMAX and 25% filmed on 70mm film. Because I knew this, I noticed the shots in 70mm film because I looked for the black bars on the top and bottom of the screen. Yeah. However, if I wasn't looking for them, the black bars would have gone unnoticed. The transitions between the different types of film was fantastic and seamless. Yeah, I absolutely agree because I couldn't tell what was 70mm 70 millimeter and what I wasn't actually look at it. yeah when uh the 70 millimeter did happen we were talking about this earlier when it did happen like some of the shots where it was like establishing locations like the beach the waves yeah. crashing there yeah, it's yeah. fucking
1: gorgeous i think you see the whole film also because you're so invested in the experience yeah you're and not you're paying, really not, not noticing not attention yeah. but like hateful eight like that whole film was shot yeah. 70 millimeter yeah and you can tell, like this one, there was some things I was watching like that looks digital. Like mm-hmm. there's definitely some things, but then like we mentioned earlier, you can see like the flicker or like kind of the uh, you can see kind of the graininess in the actual yeah, film, whatever exactly. it's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. there, which is, yeah. is 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 much appreciated. It's
0: like that almost that like that VHS haze, kind yeah of thing, yeah yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible, but yeah, um, very very seamless with that stuff. Uh, point number four: Christopher Nolan made history with this film. Because he created a new kind of IMAX film. Filmed with IMAX cameras, Dunkirk has, shot, has shots that have never been seen before. Actual vintage Nazi fighter pilots, which cost him $5 million, were equipped with huge IMAX cameras to capture shots never before seen. Yeah. Really good point. Yeah, <laughs> he's,
1: he's done more with this movie shooting IMAX than that shit-ass movie Avatar ever did by James Cameron. <laughs> Showing us a whole blue world we've
0: never seen,
1: and a script he didn't work on in twenty years.
0: <laughs> and there's why are, there's five more of those coming out. Why?
1: Backed by no popular demand.
0: <laughs> it's, he has a grudge against everything good and yeah. like the moviegoers? He's a very he's spiteful like, person. He's like, I'm gonna make these movies just because you don't want me to. Like, he's why? he's
1: he's basically Steve Zazoo from The Life Aquatic.
0: <laughs> I, I haven't seen that. No, I don't know right. the reference.
1: He's he's a very spiteful person. I was um,
0: surprised to learn that uh, those Nazi fighter pilot planes cost five million dollars. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Because he like you see a plane crash on the water. Yeah, and you're like whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. There, there's definitely a. I mean, it, it all looks great. It looks um, so fucking good. This
0: movie looks incredible. It
1: looks yeah. It, it looks great. Uh, I, I, a bunch of those shots though uh, were were very inventive. I really like some of those shots. Were just really noticeable yeah. like noticeably different there
0: there's one where the camera is uh it's like cutting back and forth between people trying to get out of the water and the camera is like sideways in the water as the person's trying to get out i thought that was a really interesting yeah point because like the person's struggling and so like you're sideways and you're watching you feel like someone who's trapped that can't get out themselves and you're watching someone else escape
1: yeah they do the same way because i got confused of which i may be the same one you're talking about but I, I thought the boat was one way. I thought because it looked like they were yeah. on top of it, and uh-huh. water yeah. is like raising. But they're outside the boat, and then they get overcame. I'm like, wait, what angle were we at? Yeah. And then it shows in like a completely yeah. different it was angle. So creative.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, it was it was very uh, dis disorienting. Which yeah, it was is a lot of what he was going for. Me. Yeah, he, <laughs> he
1: did a lot more inventiveness and and progressing IMAX than Avatar did, and getting a way for a whole bunch of shitty ass 3D films that disrupt the picture with the. Dark yep. shade
0: because <laughs> yeah. of your glasses, yeah, definitely. Number five, last and final point. Um, the le- the thespian lesbian is curious as to our no, uh, I don't like One Direction, <laughs> no, that's actually has to do with that. There, okay. um, ha- honestly, how was Harry's performance? It's hard for me to judge. Because he can do no wrong in my eyes, delusional fan here.
1: Uh, I I don't know who he is. I yeah. mean, I know who he is in the movie. I don't know him, so um, yeah. you're going to get a very honest opinion. I thought he did fine. I I, I yeah. mean, he did good. Um, he I, don't, I didn't know who don't he was, gonna, but I didn't like I, I I cared enough for him.
0: I don't think he's going to win an Oscar. Or no. Anything, yeah, <laughs> no, no, he,
1: he he doesn't really have any lines until okay. the end yeah. of the film, or he doesn't say anything until like halfway through the movie.
0: Yeah, like I honestly, I thought but for he a while that it. like it, it wasn't a bad performance yeah. I, at all. I, I thought we were gonna have a silent protagonist for a while. I could not tell at all. This guy was from a like boy band from the last ten years. Or yeah, something. right. Like I, right. He, no, he did good. I um, I won't really be looking for anything else that he's in or no, anything. No, but... but I mean,
1: hey, if this progresses his career and that's what he wants to get into, yeah. I mean, it shows potential for something that um, you you know, it, it's it's a different kind of acting, you know. Yeah. Doing expression expression acting uh-huh. and, and uh uh yeah. no words just having to sell he's it on body the fuck out and trying to get he out of stuff great. In this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> does he does really good. That's like a different kind of challenge in acting. So yeah. I mean if they give him like I mean, I found I didn't think it was supposed to be, but at the end he's reading a newspaper out loud is kinda of boring.
0: Oh, you it, didn't like that part? I liked it.
1: I, I liked it, but I mean, it's, it's boring, like, like the delivery I, wasn't like it. like you know, oh, okay, it wasn't a bravado. Yeah. It wasn't it was like supposed someone, to be. It wasn't it's like someone
0: something. like reading a speech yeah. or something. Yeah, either. it's yeah.
1: like, and then we are going to. Yeah. It was like very like almost sure. like Montoni. Like for me, it it's of, been through a lot. Yeah, that, exactly. For yeah, me, it was kind of, of
0: like. Oh, this kid's like taking a break now.
1: Yeah, he's, he's like, "Are you really? You really having me read this shit out loud? <laughs> he's do like, you? Are you fucking can the you extra? just read this? You wanted the newspaper. <laughs> you you asked he's, for the newspaper. I was like, just sitting here. <laughs> he's like, i 'I'm glad to be home. I Let just me work. drink my beer.'
0: <laughs> um, but no, he was all right. Was, yeah, he was fine. Yeah. No, he, uh,
1: you know, uh, it's
0: hard to judge it. I think he did.
1: He, He did good. So so, yeah, he did good with what he had. So you can, so so you can. I I give you permission to pick up their next album.
0: (laughs) Is he still in the band? Did he? Did he take a break from the tour to come film this movie? (laughs) I don't. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard a One Direction song.
1: I I probably have, but I don't know what it is. What's that? Um,
0: no, that's like Justin Bieber. Isn't I don't know. I don't know. He's right, not, he, he, Justin Bieber's <laughs> not in One Direction? <laughs> I have no idea. Anyways, thank you for those yes, uh, yes those comments. Yes, comments right in again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. Please. Hopefully, you enjoy the episode and listen to more. Um, yeah, she's like, fuck this. <laughs> Nobody says that about Harry. <laughs> no one!
2: <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was much we, appreciated. we appreciate it. Yeah, thank yeah. you.
0: But yeah, so if anyone, like we said, if anyone has any thoughts, questions, comments, concerns about movies we're seeing or just stuff in general, you can reach us at, and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. And but the award goes to, and what would you give the award to? Yeah, for this oh, film. <laughs> um, what would I give the award to? I would give the award to. I think I'm going. I'm, I think I'm going to give the award to, the experience. Okay. That's, I think Nolan set out with a very specific goal in mind, and he achieved it exponentially. He, he did. fucking got
1: it. He did. He did what he, he set out to
0: do. Even though it wasn't an, an experience I, uh, even though it was an experience I was too fond of, too fond of, or enjoyed too much, I think it is a, it is a feat in and of itself for a creator of some kind of work of art to set out with a specific intention. And nail it with a perfect ten. Like yeah. he got it. Yeah, that's exactly and what every he technical
1: to do. aspect of this film is incredible.
0: Yeah, I mean, not even just like I, 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 it all. Fall, it all falls under technicality, anyways, like technical uh, attributes. But he had a very specific goal in mind and a very specific vision. Yeah, and he achieved it one hundred percent. So I mean, I guess the award, like to the director Christopher Nolan or whatever. But no, like to the experience, to the experience that he discovered, he thought of in his mind and he put out there on the table and it absolutely was it like, that that was it.
1: Yeah. I I would give mine to, uh, I think, it's a tie a toss up but it goes with okay. the experience also but uh yeah we, we got the, the
0: slight got, we, we got two awards to hand out yeah we don't stingy Oscars <laughs> everyone gets an award yeah, you get an, award. Yeah, 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 look here. under here's your seat
1: award. here's an award Christian Nolan bought out the auditorium so all this <laughs> he's getting all the awards <laughs> the sound design um, yeah as well. I give the slight because there was like there, there's sometimes where I'm just like I haven't really heard sound used so effectively so good in a long yeah. time like and that's something that you don't really say yeah like in a lot of reviews like with things we've been saying like maybe you know I would like to say like Baby Driver had like great sound use it just because yeah, yeah, of the one music of my favorite
0: parts, yeah like but, within, and like, the, how the they cue shots, things like, up. Like, yeah, the yeah. gunshots, accented, like, musical yeah, parts. Yeah, like that, that, But yeah. that
1: was, like, almost, like, gimmicky. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. it's not, but it, it it kind of is. It absolutely is. This one, though, is, like, legit, like, sound design. Like, that actual real. gunshots, <laughs> actual, like, metal, like, getting split open and yep. ripped apart. Yep. Explosions hitting, yep. rumbling the fucking theater. Like, seeing this movie in theaters, yep. I will fully recommend Seeing it at home
0: still great. She got like a good surround sound, system, Watch a documentary guess, yeah. first and then watch <laughs> the film and be like,
1: oh they recreated the documentary. Yeah,
0: yeah. It would be um, interesting. I want to go look up like Dunker actual documentaries or something. Yeah, or yeah, like a book or something. I, 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 liked, I, I
1: like I like that and the other thing I would give it to would be a uh, film. Yeah. Uh or be how it got filmed. Like yeah. like cinematography. Absolutely. The shots and, and how she yeah. said um the switches she they put on um like IMAX and to regular film um like just the inventive shots that he was doing definitely yeah things that we really haven't seen or aren't very common yeah so definitely yeah
0: Was someone just knocking on the door oh did this out this fine. yeah it's it's
1: next door (laughs) oh okay yeah yeah Uh, so that's
0: our thoughts on uh dunkirk yeah that's what we're giving the award to so we're gonna wrap it up real quick with the recommendation corner the thing that every week we delve into something that we've been watching, playing, reading, uh jerking off to, whatever we want. Like, what well,
1: uh <laughs> first we we do have a comment. We did get a comment on Facebook. We got requests actually. Oh, okay. Um our buddy, uh Whitley Gary, yeah, is uh a friend of ours. She oh, okay. uh yeah. Yeah, she no, she commented and asked Hey, will you review the Bye Bye Man on your podcast? What
0: the hell is the Bye Bye
1: Man? Bye Bye Man was a really shitty horror movie that came out in January. <laughs> and really? yeah. Okay. And it's like funny bad. Is it? It got it was it was it was a um, Redler Media. Yeah refers to movies that come in January oh. as called Fuck You It's January movies. <laughs> and this is a fuck you it's January movie. Okay. Like this is a big time fuck you it's January movie. I remember
0: film. Ed talking about this movie. Yes, Ed, Ed saw it. Ed, Ed went and yeah. saw it. Yeah. I have not it seen shit. it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But
1: she requested that we watch this film we can and do that review like it. um next, you know, next
0: month or something. We're yeah, yeah. They probably we're gonna, probably, gonna have a break coming up. Yeah, soon, we're gonna have where... some
1: pretty like we're gonna be able to give you guys content of reviewing yeah. other films or breaking down directors or breaking down older films. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a request, send it to us on the email or send it to us on Facebook yeah, or we'll watch Twitter. We'll talk about it, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll probably put in the schedule because we we. Well, I'll just give you content? Yeah, um,
0: we try to watch like you know all the newest movies that we're interested in, like every week yeah, that right. we think are going to be like good or what. Even if we don't think, they're even things be good. that we <laughs> we're, like, we're going to start getting in the
1: habit. Things that we don't want to see, we're yeah. going to still have to. We're going to go check dissect out dissect Halle
0: Berry's new flick next month. Oh <laughs> my god,
1: August fourth is a very busy day because we got we got <laughs> Detroit, Detroit yeah. which is going to be a really good awesome, film. Yeah. But I'll say about this film, which yeah. is not a bad film. Yeah. It's just I have problems, more problems than I thought I was going to. Exactly. But Detroit actually looks like a really really great film it's got a really great director behind it i think the dark tower comes out that day also i'm not sure it's out of this next week but if not the movie that we may review (laughs) because i feel like detroit would get on here be like this movie's great technically and blah 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 yeah is kidnap starring holly berry (laughs) like that might be the dissection movie that we have to do um if you have not seen the trailer for kidnap do yourself a favor (laughs) watch, watch the trailer for kidnap starring holly berry When we saw this thing, War for the Planet Apes, I laughed for the full two minutes of trailer. I was, I thought it was, I thought it was a fake trailer. I didn't think it was real.
0: I was like, I was like, who gave this person a camera and access to Halle Berry? That is what
1: is going on in this trailer? That is going to be the greatest comedy of the year.
0: It looks incredible.
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, but if you have a recommendation or, or, uh, uh, Something that you a request rather than yeah. a recommendation request that yeah, you definitely. want us to do, then we will. And, uh, Willie, I can say that uh we should be able to do that. We're looking at it, yeah. yeah. Within the next, yeah. like, month or two, yeah, we'll, try to, or we'll so. try to knock yeah, that out. We should yeah. definitely
0: do that. Um But, yeah, recommendation corner. Recommendation corner. This week, what I've been watching, I've been catching up on it. It's not that long. I've, I'll probably finish it soon. Um So have you watched the Netflix original TV show called Glow? I've heard good things. So I, know, I, know so, Mark, uh, I know Mark Maron is in it. I it like Mark Maron so a lot. Incredible. Yeah. Mark, yeah, Mark Maron is uh, amazing in it. Allison Brie is incredible in it. The fact that they're able to make Allison Brie... Like, I am in love with Alison Brie. Yeah. Like, I love her in community. I'm just like, she is the cutest fucking thing ever. Uh, and then you watch her in Glow, and she looks like shit. She... She's still, like, pretty. Is there women
1: wrestlers in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So what it's about is uh, GLOW stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. (laughs) I'm I'm a big wrestling fan. I've been a big wrestling fan for a long time. I'm just now recently, like, within the past year or 2 been kind of getting back in it i nice. back when i was in like middle school and high school i really liked wrestling mm-hmm. so much so that like i wanted to for a good couple of years i wanted to be a wrestler okay. i was like i'm gonna grow up and be a wrestler it's gonna be awesome and like my favorite <laughs> was life like, yeah, my favorite was like jeff hardy i love the hardy boys okay. and like lita like i was in love with lita amy dumas my
1: favorite is McFoley. foley
0: McFoley's awesome, yeah, 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 he's cool. He's got so many different characters. Or here. Goldberg, yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of Goldberg. The, that's because it was the like... bear Jew. Yeah, <laughs> he was like WCW and stuff. But um, I was more into like WWF, and then when it turned into WWE, and that's what I continue to watch now mainly because the Hardy Boys are back. They came back, okay. and it's and Goldberg's awesome. it's back fun. also. He came back at one point. I don't know yeah. if he's still like. I think he's one. Of, he's kind of like Brock Lesnar. Like he only shows up like. Every three, it's like, months hey, I or need a check. <laughs> yeah. to check. I'm tired of racing. And he, like, throws trucks. people around. He like does a suplex and then leaves like, or whatever. Sure. No, but um, I yeah, I, I love wrestling and I enjoy okay. it. It's super fun. I only got back into it because my good friend uh, Dan, who lives up in Portland, mm-hmm. he was super into wrestling over the past couple years, and I stopped watching it before I even got out of high school. I was done with it. I was like, whatever. And I thought it was, I was like, this kind of stupid. I don't care about it anymore. And my friend Dan got me back. I'd watch wrestling with him sometimes and i got back into it with him because i was like dude like i asked i asked him one night i was like why do you like this like why are you like why are you watching this like every like it's i don't see the appeal anymore i used to like it back in the day it was fun i was a kid and it was whatever i even did backyard wrestling i'm really surprised i never seriously hurt myself but i did like backyard wrestling and i loved it and i was asking him i was like why do you like it and he's like he gave me such a beautiful reason why. And I was like, fuck, I get it now. Like, all right. And I, so I'm now I'm back into it. And it's fun. He's like, he's like, imagine this thing where it's a form of entertainment, you know, wrestling. He's like, imagine this thing where like, it's going on and it's really cheesy and really crazy and really over the top and just really whatever. And it's this, like, it's a joke, yeah. but, it, but it's a joke that you and millions of other people are in on. Sure. And I was like, I'm sold. Like, that's, like, it was such a good... I was like, that makes so much fucking sense. Like, it's just this thing that, like, none of it... It's not real. It doesn't matter. Like, none of this stuff is really happening. And it's just awesome. It's fun to look at and you know just what like it's a joke that you're in on you're just watching and you're like yeah boo, yeah whatever. Right, like it's right. just stupid it's fun yeah. and i i see that now and like all the wrestling fans that are out there it's super fun to watch them like react to stuff like oh no he jumped off a 20-foot ladder and put him through a t-. it's yeah. the stupidest stuff and it's everyone's having a good time with yeah it. i sure. love it and it's it's so fun but glow on netflix is gorgeous ladies of wrestling which apparently was a real thing and i don't know too much about it but besides the tv show there is an actual documentary on netflix about the actual globe gorgeous ladies of wrestling and it's these women who are originally i guess just like actors or at least so the show i'll talk about the show i don't know about the real thing but in the show allison brie plays a struggling actor actress actor whatever they're interchangeable i guess but uh she plays this female actor who is in la and she's struggling to do like serious like female roles like it's just really funny like opening scene in the in the show mm-hmm. where she's like reading uh she's like auditioning for something and she's reading this part and she's like uh she's like it's this powerful like dialogue it's powerful like she's giving a monologue and this is this is good stuff this like it's cheesy but it's good and it's right. like it's like cool yeah awesome and she's reading it and after she gets done reading it, she's talking to like the uh, camera crew and whatever because it's an audition. She's talking to the people and she's like, "Yeah, I really like this. I really like this part. It's so rare that you see a strong woman like in this blah blah blah. Like it's it's good. I love it. It's like I I, I really like this part." And they're like, "Oh, you're reading the the men the man's role," and she's like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> she was reading like the man's part in the movie, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, you." You're here for the woman role. Like you mm-hmm. need to read the woman's part. And she's like, oh, okay, I thought you... Oh, no, okay, sorry, I just got the names mixed up. And she starts reading it again, and they're like, action. She's like, here's your mail. <laughs> like, that's the one. It's incredible. <laughs> and so she's pissed off this whole time that, like, it's not this, like, strong fit, like, you know. So, it's, so she wants stuff like that, and she sees that uh she goes to another casting call which has other women there and it's in a gym with like a ring and they're like, What the fuck's going on? And they find out this person's trying to make this new thing. It's like, hey, it's wrestling, but it's with women and it's called Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And it's different uh different stuff going on. Different mm-hmm. like char- the characters are super good and super intertwined. It was uh created and uh I think it's the showrunners of it or two of the people who Either created or had a very heavy hand in Orange is the New Black. Okay, they're um they're I'm very not big in that
1: show. But uh, what's that? I've already
0: watched that show. I'm not really big into it. It's good. I watched the first season. I it's, heard good things about really it. It's really good. I yeah. heard it kind of dips off and goes weird, but the first scene of the season is solid. All right, and, uh, it's good because one of the things I appreciate about it is like. Almost, almost all the cast is women. Right. The directors are women. The the writers are women. The creators are women. Like for this
1: one, or Orange is New Black for
0: both. Okay, like Orange is New Black, Anglo. It's this awesome stuff where it's like it's just amazing like all these women are up here doing this terrific job and it's just right they're killing it like mark maron is one of the few like men roles is he like a wash up in the, in, <laughs> yeah. in the, in the show he's like doing yeah. blow like up yeah. in the like room and he's like all right ladies let's let's get to work yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> but uh no the they're just so good at like whoever's whoever's like doing stuff with this they know that like women can tell like hey this is a story about women let's probably put some women in charge of it to like they have a good viewpoint on what being a woman is let's fucking do this and so they're coming up with things that like you don't really think like you know we're fucking guys we don't really think of this kind of like stuff that's in the show like this or orange is new black or something this it's this stuff it's kind of the reason why even though i love joss whedon i wish a woman was directing and writing the batgirl movie because it's about a girl like let's Get someone who I want. Gil Simone sometimes I feel like movie. Josh whedon's a girl on the inside, though. <laughs> he's, he's, like really, go- he's really good at it. Yeah, he's he is. Buffy yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Is, like seeing like most of his work, like yeah, he's like Buffy and and he's, he's really and like good all at it. Yeah, yeah, things, absolutely. Yeah. So if there is a guy that would do it, I'm glad it's Josh Wheaton. Yeah. But you know, I would, like
1: strong female characters, like Firefly.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, he's 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 really good at it, and um. But you know, I like Gil Simone wrote the new Fifty Two Batgirl, and it's incredible. Yeah, and right. I just think, I just think, when you write, when you tell a story about a specific kind of person, it might help to have a spe- that specific kind of person sure. in the room helping you tell that story. Right. right helping right. you be like, hey, just so you know, like this is about this. Like this is something that these that we go through sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you might want to put this in. Like, uh, I think. Like you know, in Black Panther, it's directed by a black guy. I think it's written by a black guy. Almost all the casters, black. Black like guy. it's these experiences. So for like Andy Serkis it's... and like Martin Freeman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's these kind of experiences that we can't really think of as white men in America. That's yeah, like right. cool. Let's get this in. Let's see these different points of view. Like it's good. It's spicy. Thing. I'm always for pushing diversity. Like yeah, let's let's do it. And Glow does a really good job. I'm like five episodes in out of ten. I uh, ten or thirteen. Okay, I think cool. that are on Netflix. Uh, super good. Netflix original Glow. Check it out. It's awesome. on there. It's incredible. Nice. I fucking love it. Very nice. <laughs> it's yeah. I
1: mean, check it out. Yeah. I've been uh, today, or well, this morning, I got off work. I downloaded it. Nine Inch Nails released their new EP, Add Violence.
0: Yeah. We were listening to that on the radio. Yeah. Way to the
1: yeah. It's, it's a short, tight little EP, five songs.
0: From what I heard, it was. Good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. There was, like, um, one part where we were like, uh, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. The, the,
1: the last song is 11 minutes long, and, like, six minutes of it, six minutes of it is just fade out. Yeah, it's, like, But noise. just, like, <laughs> it gets more and more staticky, which
0: is kind of creative. It's I mean, it's Trent Reznor's going to do what he does. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And that's your
1: favorite film composer. He is
0: absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, Gone amazing. Girl, Girl yeah. with the Dragon Tattoo, freaking Social Network. Like, he, I love his film scores. Yeah. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I love the uh, first single that he released for this EP, Less Than. Um, and the other four songs are just like real, like kind of short little things. You know, they aren't too long. It's a tight little 20 minute EP. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I always really liked Nine Inch Nine Inch Nels. And, uh, and I love his film scores as well. Academy Award winning yeah, film, yeah, no, film composer now. Yeah. yeah. Social yeah. Ne- it was social, social network. network. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Social network. Check, look it up. If you have it like on Spotify or just like go to YouTube and look up like songs from that score yeah it's yeah incredible. get the score for
1: it yeah it's great so good so i've been listening to that most of the week i've just been uh been going back into christopher nolan's back catalog i watched the following oh, okay uh, which is his very first film uh, very first feature yeah, film feature, it's uh, an yeah. hour and 10 minutes um you see a bunch of different little things that come back in his later on films you can kind of see his style even back then how he shoots certain things and how characters interact and talk stylistically he was always just like has has always been building on that but other than that the only other thing that really done this week is uh watch the new episode game of thrones yes for uh season seven (laughs) which i don't think we're going to be talking too heavy about game of thrones because we it's so easy to spoil the game of thrones with this episode nothing really big happened still
0: so good but it's good it's it's, you know first
1: episode showing where everybody is now setting up the grounds for where they're Aiming to go or where mm-hmm. they want to go. They've only got two seasons
0: left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah two seasons this left. This, this one's season, like seven episodes. Yeah, this season and the next season. Yeah,
1: and that season won't come out until twenty nineteen. I'll take a year off. Yep. But yeah, it's it's great. Um there's some great scenes with the hound in it. Um there's a yeah. great beginning scene in Aria, the episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some great scenes. Um there's Ed Sheeran in it, which um I thought was kind of a... w I I don't know why he was there, but it's yeah. kind of freaking out about it though, but he was there.
0: Yeah. I I didn't uh I, I just didn't know who that was yeah i didn't learn until later when the internet was like eh, sure and i was like yeah. so when it happened in the oh show, he makes music right yeah when it happened in the show i was like he was singing and i was like oh yeah, yeah. isn't that guy a singer <laughs> that's what he does right
1: <laughs> they're like no he's a novelist You're like
0: shit <laughs> he's got a really good voice <laughs> that's george
1: rr martin <laughs> <Game of Thrones. laughs> oh. they de-aged him um yeah it's, it's a tight little episode um cool to see everybody again i'm um, really excited to see yeah. where the season's gonna go
0: yeah not like you said not too much happening but no. it was good Never like was. even and game of thrones episode. even game of thrones like even their slower episodes mm-hmm. are still like emmy emmy worthy oh yeah They're absolutely so yeah They're, so well put together yeah, that's just, why it's such a phenomenon yeah such a good story being told such good acting happening so just uh, yeah it's incredible yeah that, yeah definitely i'm that's one of the things i like I'm watching every week. Oh, when, yeah. when it's on, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like there's very few shows that I will make sure to like every week when it comes on to watch. Game of Thrones is in the top. <laughs> like it's absolutely. I'm making sure I watch it. But yeah, it was. I I caught that too. It was an incredible. Yeah, game. but
1: that's uh, that's my recommendation, of course. They definitely uh give uh add violence the the download. It's only like six bucks on iTunes. So good little EP.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. gonna be checking that out. Yeah, yeah. I uh. It's not the recommendation corner, but it's like this week This week with Megan. I want to tell everyone what she thinks of Lost so far. Hang on a second. Uh, to recap, <laughs> uh, our friend
1: Megan just started watching Lost. Yeah. And JT is a huge Lost fan. It is fan, my
0: favorite TV show ever.
1: And she can't seem to really get into it. Yeah. So he wants to give you, or at least as of last week, when um, we had the first update, so he wants to give you a week-by-week update on how, to how update. until she either <laughs> until she gives stops. it up <laughs> or it's done like she finishes <laughs> or she gives finishes, it up yeah. one one
0: one of those things are gonna happen she's like uh she she goes i was like hey i need something for the uh, megan lost segment what you got for me and she was like uh my strongest opinion so far is that i don't understand why no one has fucking drowned that annoying white girl <laughs> There is there's a really annoying if they were sh- if
1: they were in this uh, if they were in the Dunkirk universe she would like <laughs> she'd, drown she'd like, drowned, like probably yeah. immediately she'd be drowned
0: yeah, yeah. She'd be dead. thankfully Christopher Nolan isn't directing Lost yeah. so uh, <laughs> there's this uh, there's this white girl and uh, she's like this prissy kind of like popular like whatever she's like they're on a desert island and she's like working on her yeah, fucking right. tan mm-hmm. her name's Shannon and she's a really interesting part of her character is the fact that she's in denial the whole right. fucking time. And so like, she doesn't think they're trapped. She's like, yeah, we're, the boats are coming. Like planes have black box. Like shut the fuck up. Like people are coming to rescue. She's really annoying in the beginning. Cause she is that girl. Mm-hmm. But, um, her character gets really, everyone on that show just gets developed mostly on that yeah. show. Like everyone's pretty developed, but like most of them get pretty like interesting. And she's, she's definitely one of them. And I was like, yeah, don't worry. She gets better. And she was like, why? Because they eat her. And I was like, no, no, they just, uh... It gets better. She also she also thinks everyone's racist as hell in the show, <laughs> which is definitely something that kind of comes up. Like racism comes. This up Is there like the show one lot. black
1: character on that show?
0: There, well, I mean, it's not that the creators are racist or anything. There's like one or two. There's a couple different. I know Lance Reddick is in it later on. There's a lot of white yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But um, there's <laughs> a couple. There's a couple of black. <laughs> the ratio black is not characters. good. Yeah, it's, it's not in their favor. But um, there's definitely there's like an Indian guy. There's an Asian guy. Or mm. yeah, he's Korean um there's a couple of black people and everything it's yeah it's a very predominantly white show but more specifically she was saying like some of the characters are kind of racist and i was like yeah they're they're kind of written that way like some of the they get on the island and they interact and like some of them some of them break down to their very basic like you might not think yourself as racist but then you end up saying something that's very right, racist yeah. one of the uh, like one of the couples it's a man and woman um they are korean And they're constantly mistaken for like Chinese or something. Of course. And uh, it's it's interesting because people like they're some some of them are quick to point out like Mm -hmm. uh, they're Korean. And then like later on, like when some of them become friends, someone might say like, oh, this whatever Chinese bastard. And he's like, hey. These Korea, like they start sticking up for each other they start doing this that's entrance, such a
1: stupid trope to start it, at. it's it, like it, it, oh you're chinese
0: because <laughs> you like it's like but,
1: but it's, it's kind of realistic exactly, though because people do that thing. but it's such a like it's such a cliche <laughs> it, it is it's but like, it's cliche because yeah. it's
0: fucking realistic yeah, like right. it happens a lot there's also an interesting one one of my favorite scenes in the show is a uh like saudi arabian guy named mm-hmm. um named uh saeed and he's talking to this big, like fat white guy named Hurley. And they're talking about like before they landed on the island and stuff. And he's like, he says that he, uh, they're like, work- he's working on a walkie talkie Said, And he's like, Oh, um, Hurley's like, how do you know all this or something? And he's like, Oh, I was uh, a technical, like a tech technical person, like in the war or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, Oh, which war? Like the, it turns out it was the Gulf war. And Hurley's like, Oh, I had a buddy that served in that. Like, where were you? And he was like, He's like, uh, he's like, what branch were you in? Like, Navy, Army? He's like, the like Iranian Republican Guard or like whatever yeah, it was. Right, right. And he's like, oh, and it's just this really like it shatters everything for a second. And you're like, fuck, like the like it's, it's. I think the show is really good at doing yeah. stuff like that where they turn things on its head sometimes and make you. It's also very like post 9-11, so yeah, was, sure. like two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that some kind of social commentary a little bit with that, but. So that's her, that's her Two thoughts cents on it. <laughs> she also wants to know what the fuck's up with the polar bears. Because there's polar bears on the island at one point. Because polar bears are awesome. Yeah, they're explained at one point. She'll she'll get to it eventually. But that's that's Megan's thoughts Spoiler, on Spoiler,
1: Megan. They're going to give them Coke. <laughs> polar that's bears polar love bears... Coca-Cola.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, no. That's not why they're
1: white. No. <laughs> I mean Coca-Cola like the <laughs> I commercials. I Come on, about JT. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's why they're
0: pissed all the time. They're on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, uh. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. Is that it? I think so. Are we good? I, I, gotta, think... go t- I gotta go pee. Yeah. We're good? Okay. I think so. <laughs> so thanks everyone for listening. That's our thoughts on Dunkirk with the uh, news that we had. Rip, um, rip yeah. George Romero again. Our um, most
1: controversial
0: episode yet. Because <laughs> we... Don't really care all about the th- movie that's ninety-eight on Rotten Tomatoes. One
1: all of three. <laughs> Fuck the hierarchy. <laughs> we'll take you on. Live live by it, man.
0: Yeah. We we're rebels. We'll Viva we, Revolution. We don't care what you say. <laughs> no, uh those are our recommendations also. Check out the new 9 Inch nell albums and glow on Netflix. Yeah, sure. Uh like like we've been saying, we've uh, we've actually got some responses this week, so that was cool. That's if good. you if you have any questions about anything, requests, whatever Hit us up on Facebook. It's and the award goes to, I'm pretty sure our whole name is in the award goes to podcast, but you can just look for and the award goes to, and we'll be on there. We're also on Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. I think we're going to have an Instagram at some point. No, I don't, I don't make fuck it, with Instagram, probably make it so, this yeah. week. So yeah, you, you can see our pretty faces. Yeah. yeah you can, you can do that. We'll post pics when we do stuff. I'm like, stuff. Hey, we're, we're, we're standing gonna, here eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, that's something we do a lot. Exactly. Eat ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Standing.
0: And, uh, if you want to hear – if you want us to know any of your stuff, request comments, or whatever, you can email us at – and the award goes to podcast g- at gmail.com. That's all one word. And the award goes to podcast at gmail.com. That's it. Next week, what are we saying? Uh, uh, Valerian or Valerian Atomic or Atomic Blonde.
1: McBlonde, if you guys we react might. to this, <laughs> then we'll give you the review on that movie. So <laughs> – Say which one you want to hear the review on, if any of yeah. you even give a shit. If not, we're just going to choose one. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I'm definitely seeing both regardless. Yeah, yeah, sure. And but we'll,
1: uh, I mean, we, we're thinking about maybe doing a
0: double just review. Just do a double episode, yeah. But um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how yeah. it works. Regardless, it'll be one of them. And then, you know, next month, it'll be August and Kidnap, baby.
1: Oh, Kidnap. Be, God damn it. Oscar <laughs> award winner. Future Oscar award winner. Kidnap starring Oscar <laughs> award winning. I don't know how that ever happened. Holly Berry.
0: <laughs> I know how it happened. Fucking Catwoman, man. It's, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Every sucker has a moment. She, she's <laughs> going to be in
0: Kingsman, though, too. She's okay. going to be in the Golden Circle.
1: Yeah, she probably got a bit role in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably... I'm really looking forward to Julian. You, you
1: know what won her the Academy Award, and, and we all know why she won the Academy Award in Monsters Ball, and that's probably what they're going to do with her in Kingsman. What was that? She had a sex scene.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It wasn't her in, like...
0: Billy Bob Billy Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I've heard. <laughs> she won <laughs> for that film. I remember that now. Yep. She probably won't have a big role in Kingsman. Probably not. I'm really excited for. Jill like, for oh, you need Jillian money? <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. She just. You gotta, gotta make. That's a good way to make money. Chef. Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.